the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, I'm a crazy rich Asian. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips file. Yeah, this one for a Wednesday. That is Wednesday, August 15th, right? 15th in the year yes. 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events. We can do that. We can talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And we'll find many other things to converse about this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website, of course. Check that out. Send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it, review it, look at it, decide whether we want to use it on the air. That's real mobile. 77031. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407 Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, kind of going to third gear on Wednesdays. Fourth gear, of course, tomorrow. But uh, today, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to... Win good fortune for the rest of your life or experience bad luck for 24 hours. It's really up to you. We've got uh, Jack's audio file today, closest to the pin. We talked to Scott Maxwell today. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. We'll catch up on things with him. Shot Doctor comes in at 6 for the uh, Shot Doctor speed round plus Shot Doctor casting call. Then it's time for the 5-Minute Professor. I have no idea what the lecture is today. We'll have a lecture and a pop quiz, and then uh, we'll have a PPT and get the hell out of here and hand it over to Tom and Dan. So there we go. All right. All right. What did I read here? Well, I'll get into that later about what? the Vatican and the Catholic Church and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I got a bet for you, Pinkman. Go Even on. though I owe you a dollar, I'll jack a dollar, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dollars. I bet you a dollar. <laughs> Omarosa does not have an audio tape. Of the president using the N-word. You think she doesn't? I don't think she does. I think... I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> really... Or is, she wait, or is it a strategy? It's just because, you, you know, sometimes, you know, you meet with your... Uh, kind of bluff. You know, your book publisher or whatever, so just let it trickle out. You know, you got to keep this at the forefront all the time, all the time, a little bit more, Every you know, day, a few trip, days later. Exactly. Trip, trip, and just, yeah. I mean, that's the strategy because, look... Omarosa, you're in the business of selling books, right? Now she is, yeah. Yeah, you are in the business mm-hmm. of selling books. And uh, so let it drip out slowly but surely. Keep hinting you might have this, you might have that. Let people stew about it, think about it. The president starts Going tweeting crazy. all over the place, yeah. mm-hmm. calling you a dog and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then let loose with another one. PR people say she's out Trump and Trump. 
Well, they're birds, you know, of a, they're birds of a feather. Totally right. But also, so what did he do about the whole Comey thing? He alluded to having tapes. Yeah. Lordy, but, I hope there are tapes. Right, but uh, never did. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she's, she's doing the same thing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah no tapes. I, I'm not taking that bet. Nice try, bro. <laughs> he called you bro. He called you bro. Uh, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's all right. I don't know. I'm not so... I'm going to get to keep that in my back pocket because I may... I may offer the bet and say she does. Oh, oh all right. Well, well, not, I said I know. may. I said uh, I may offer the bet. I'm let, not sure yet. Let me know when you want to go to that one. <sighs> I don't know. All right. I don't know what think, I want. think about it. You all right. It okay. Yeah, I don't need your day. advice. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> now he put you in your place. Take that, bro. You called him bro. <laughs> the uh, Vatican. Yeah, the Vatican. Uh, <laughs> Is uh, well, the Vatican doesn't know what to say. The Vatican has declined to respond to an explosive grand jury report detailing decades of sexual abuse and cover ups by priests and bishops and some cardinals in Pennsylvania, refusing even to say whether church officials in Rome have read the damaging uh, documents. Well, I'm sure they're certainly aware of it. Well, it had to be because they were involved in it in some form or fashion to one degree or another. So, uh says here in the United States and elsewhere, pressure is mounting on Pope Francis to address a rapidly escalating crisis that has spread across several continents from Australia to Latin America. Mm. So, have you seen any of the uh, victims of this uh, abuse? It just breaks your heart. And uh, I don't know what else you can say about it. Well, the church, I mean, in Pennsylvania, the diocese, well... We offer our prayers, and we're praying for this. You know, it's like, yeah, you can you can roll up that prayer and stick it where the sun doesn't shine, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm uh, going around the channels last night, right? <clears throat> and, uh, you know, uh, and there's Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper's interviewing somebody that's five times removed from the uh, from the White House, Omarosa, whatever. Uh-oh. And I'm going, what are you doing? Dude, what are you doing? And uh, you know Rachel Maddow, she's she's in the weeds someplace. She gets way off down into the into the weeds. I you know I'm not the, I'm not a big fan of Rachel Maddow. She's uh, super intelligent, but sometimes she just gets way off into a you know like where are you going with this? And then uh, and then I'm you know just going back and forth. And then uh, Chris Cuomo, he's on it nine ish. Chris Cuomo now is it? you know he's. He's got all these lines now. It is like it's like a it's like a a, um, a segment from the movie Network. It's Chris Cuomo and Let's Go After It. He's got a segment. Let's go after it. That's his. Then segment. he's got another one, Cuomo's Court. That's right. Yeah. And it's like, what That's the, that segment. What That's the, a different what, segment. Well, it's a different segment. You know, these these mm-hmm. names and these titles. And then at the end, he's getting all preachy. And I was like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, like I said, Lawrence O'Donnell and Maddow gets the same. I won't watch Hannity because he's a nutcase. And they just get so preachy. And so, you know, you know, dude, we can make Just give, you know, give us the story. We can make up our own mind how we feel about this. So I'm saying, I got to get out of here. I can't take any more of this. You know, I just can't take any more. So I start flipping channels here and there. So what did I watch last night? Oh, here we go. For an hour. Not on Netflix, just For regular TV, cable TV. Okay, did you watch uh, Property Brothers? No. Dateline? Uh, no. Shawshank Redemption. No. Did you watch, uh, watch a movie? Oh, Shark Tank. No. Did you watch Guy Fieri? No. Uh, Shark Week. Had nothing to do with, well, had something to do with food, I suppose, yeah. Oh, Anthony Bourdain? No. Oh, rats. Mm-mm. Um, did you watch... Um, 
And I'm sitting there, and Catherine's watching it with me, and, and I'm going, can you believe this? Can, mm. I just cannot believe My 600 this. My 600-pound life. No. Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Was it one of those like uh, network news exposés about dirty restaurants? No, 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 no. Architects of the ancient world. Oh. That's what I watched. I was going, can you believe? I mean, I can't even imagine. Oh, did you World watch War that fishing no. show, like uh, Tuna, well, Wicked Tuna? No, I didn't watch something. Wicked Tuna, yeah. no. Wicked Chefs tuna. of the Ancient World. Uh-uh. That's right. How about... Um, <laughs> Chefs of the did Ancient you watch, World. Oh, did you watch Flipper Flop? No, I didn't watch oh. Flipper Flop. Mm. Wasn't anything on the Home and Garden channel. Mm. Can you give us a channel? Food Network? <laughs> Do no, you know? I'm not going to give you the okay. channel. I, oh. Did you watch the Kardashians? No, I did not watch oh. the Kardashians. But I'm watching this. I thought, I can't but I, This is just... Because I, I say that when I, I watch the Kardashians. I've seen this before, and I've talked about this before. You have? Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, I, it was Real it Housewives? an infomercial? No, it was Real? not an infomercial. Real Housewives? No. Home shopping? No, 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 no. no. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I'm watching. I said, I just can't. This is... How does this go on? Was it a cartoon? No, it's not a cartoon. Damn. It wasn't a cartoon at all. Re- reality as far as far away from a t- yeah reality as yeah. far away from a cartoon mm. as you can get maybe except maybe Ooh. for SpongeBob C-SPAN <laughs> damn it close was it except for SpongeBob uh, I, except I hear for you SpongeBob. was it a Scrub Daddy commercial no it was, it's not a commercial it's not a, oh, it's no, not an no, it's it a was a fish tank channel it's a it's fish type thing. It is a fish thing. Oh, was, it, was it that show oh. where they create the super cool fish it's been tanks on, for, on Animal no, Planet? No, no, no. It's been on for a while. It's been uh, on for many seasons, as a matter of fact. It's yeah, like extreme fish tanks? No. No, it's it's that, um, it's Pool Sponge Kings Bob. where they build pools <laughs> no. and they put fish in them. No. no. So SpongeBob was a clue. Uh-huh. Fish. It's something with fish. Or sponges. Kind of mar- yeah, marine. Or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but it, you watch it, you go, this is this is this is crazy oh, stuff. It's oh, that, this is nonsensical. Beach is it, Properties International. No, why it, would you watch Beach Properties International and say this is crazy? Beach, this is nonsensical. This because is, they're paying a ridiculous out, amount people, of money. People for, are out of their minds. Well, I guess <laughs> yeah. of course. Well, that's what I say no, when I watch uh-uh. it. I don't know. Um, I've talked about it before. I haven't talked about it in a long time. Okay. I used to be a big fan of this uh, particular program. Oh, Deadly Dirty Catch. Jobs. No, it wasn't Dirty Jobs. Dad, no. Dirty Deeds. Oh. American Pickers. No. That's a good one. Deadliest Catch. Uh, oh, Antiques Roadshow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadliest Catch. Deadliest Catch. Mm. I'm watching this thing. Uh-huh. I am watching this thing. And I said, I just can't, I just can't believe, I have you seen, I mean, have you seen this lately? No. Because now they have cameras all over the place. They actually, ha- you know, when they swing that big hook out yeah. to yeah. catch the, the buoy line to bring okay. up the crab pot or whatever you call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Now they have a camera on that. Nice. Okay. So as it's tossed, you can see. You're, on the, you're on the hook and it goes in. Nice. A guy went overboard. <gasps> oh, no. And have you ever seen that show? I mean, they're, you know, they got these 15, 20, 25 foot waves that's rocking and rolling and pitching and yawn. And yes. You watch the show, you get ready to hurl. And I was thinking, I wonder if Pink, I wonder how many. The show's very popular. It's been on for a very long time. I wonder how many young men. Have gone to Alaska thinking, I'm going to make my mark. I want to get on one of those boats because that's, uh, that's uh, you know, symbolically, metaphorically, mm-hmm. that's man's work. And I wonder how many go up there and it just doesn't. Mm. Yeah, they probably go out for like a week or something. They're like, nope, 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 going oh, you, home. No, even if they say, well, you can come for the ride. I just can't imagine... I just can't imagine them being in seas like that. And these guys are laughing and smoking cigarettes and doing their work. And any moment you're going, you're going, dude, you're going overboard. 
all of you going to just go overboard or the thing's going to tip over or whatever's going to happen. I would never in a million years think about think about doing something like that. No way. Mm-mm. Would you? Mm-mm. No. What if I, you can make $100,000 a year? I know the money's good, but I've seen the uh, perfect storm. Not a fan. Not a fan of oceans. My husband who loves fishing would never get on one of those. And you see it, and the thing, yeah. cra- the bow crashes down into the water, and the the spray, the water comes all Mm-mm. nonsense. You're constantly wet. That is nonsense. Yeah, you're cold, you're wet, wet, tired, and hungry, and bleh. No thanks. Smell like crab. <laughs> and that's that's a, a nice smell. Yeah. Whew. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. No, what's an hour of that? Well. And it was a great relief from watching Anderson Cooper and... O'Donnell and all the rest of them, just blah, 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 blah. Well, you should. And I'm interested in that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm interested in the Manafort trial. I'm interested in uh, the Mueller the investigation. The sure. But after a while, say, there's nothing grand, so grand and new that you have to spend a complete hour or three hours on any of these networks mm. talking about it. It's yeah. the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. She's got the news. Time for the news. Here's Mo. All righty, then. You talked earlier this hour, Jim, about the Pennsylvania priest scandal. Predator priests are calling them. It turns out now that there's an Orlando connection. What? One, in that grand jury report where 300, quote, predator priests, end quote, uh, were identified, um, church officials, now we learn, gave a former priest a positive reference to work here at Walt Disney World. After he got in trouble in Pennsylvania, they gave him a reference, even though they had fielded complaints about him sexually abusing a boy. Yeah, get him out of the diocese. Yeah. The ex-priest Send him did. Down to Florida. He did indeed get hired at Walt Disney World in Orlando. He a couple of years ago he passed away. The report cites a letter that the bishop from Allentown, PA, wrote to the bishop in Orlando in the late '80s, when the the priest, I guess, was on sick leave at a Catholic mental health hospital. And said the problems were partly sexual, and he couldn't reassign him. And then a Monsignor said, I'm sure the diocese will give you a positive reference. And sure enough, he ended up coming here to Disney and working at yeah, Disney. Yeah, well, that was uh, one of the terms used by the diocese when uh, parishioners would say, what happened to Father O'Diddle? And they go, oh, he's, uh, he's on sick leave. Uh-huh. And he got transferred. Oh, it's one of the, yeah, this, yeah it's a transfer. Yeah, he's, he's on sick leave. You won't see him again. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Oh, boy. Uh, coming to Orlando on Friday is a big national name, and the the guy is coming to UCF with less than two weeks until Florida's primary election yeah. uh, for governor specifically, the Democratic primary for governor. Um, there are some big rallies going on in Orlando and Tampa, and the guest of honor at these rallies, this one specifically for Andrew Gillum of Tallahassee, the mayor of Tallahassee, right. uh, who's running for governor, 
is uh, Bernie Sanders. Who's US... not going to be elected governor, by the way. No, 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 no. no. He's no. not, but I totally knew it was a, a, a Democrat or liberal coming to town just by Moira's tone. Very guess excited. Who's, yeah, guess who's coming? Guess who's coming, too? He's it's a big like, name. not like, oh, you Nash, know who's showing up. National name. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they will appear in Tampa together, Sanders and Andrew Gillum. They will also appear at UCF at the arena on Friday. Um, and I guess Bernie has thrown his support behind this Democratic candidate for governor who faces Gwen Graham, Jeff Green, Chris King, and Philip Levine in the primary at the end of August. A six-year-old... He can hope to finish fourth in the primary. Out of five? Yeah. Or out of five? I think that's the best he can do. One, two... He may be Chris three, King. Four, five. Yeah. Yeah, he'll make... Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what are look- the chances that uh, former governor, former senator uh, Bob Graham will stop by the studio after mm. the primary? Should we call? Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't made contact. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. He's I not talked to him in about, what, 20 years? Probably yeah. right. <laughs> uh, Jim, uh, school started back in, in many cities around the state. Here in Orlando, it started, well, in some places last Friday, most places Monday. A little six-year-old went to school for first grade, and he's wearing his school uniform, and he's so excited about starting yeah. at a new school. He's Plus going photo. to one of these Christian schools, and he shows up, and they with his dad to start first grade, all just freshly scrubbed, lunchbox in tow, and school supplies in his backpack. And they turned him away and said, you can't come here, little man. What? Yeah, because he had his hair in dreadlocks. And they weren't long dreadlocks, but they don't permit any uh, hairdo other than a very short, conservative short style. That's the way it is. Uh-huh. That's the rule. I don't think his hair is very long, but it turns out, I mean, when I'm looking at the picture... His hair doesn't even come to his collar, barely comes to his collar. We're still I, doing this. Yes, yeah, still. It's a charter school. This it's a cute charter little school, boy. and they have rules. Mm-hmm. And the rules have always been, since I, this yeah. charter school's been around forever, it's in the rule book. If the father had read the rule book, which apparently did not, no, he didn't. all students, mm. majority of them, by the way, at the school, African American, black, you have to, your, your hair has to be short. Yeah. That's one of the rules. And he's squawking and making a scene. Yep. Look, the cute uh, the kid is as cute Uh-oh. as a button. Adorable. There's no question yep. about that. So cute. But the, the school has the rule. That's all. So, my question: um, Why do we have these rules? In a I have no school. idea. But it's a, it's, it's a, a quasi private public school. It's a charter school, and they're allowed by law to make these rules. Almost all the kids. Well, we have, this is the rule. This is one of the rules that we make. If you don't like the rule, then to find yourself another charter school. Well, he actually. Uh, since his kid wasn't permitted to go to this school. Now, he got one of those vouchers, you know, so th- he took money. Yeah, I you understand. Know, like, most of the kids at this Christian school, and we've told you this before, when the kids, go, you know, take the money out of public school, they take this voucher Correct. and they go to a Christian school, right? The majority of these right. charter schools are Christian schools. Most of the, the enrollees at this particular little small Christian school are voucher kids, right. you know? So he then, you know, he had the money to take send his kid to this Christian school, and they wouldn't take him because of the um, haircut. So what he said to me really resonated. Uh, I, you know, I thought uh, this, you know, had he said this to the to the principal or whatever, he said to the, well, maybe he did. You are a Christian school, he goes on to say. And in the Bible, it says, come as you are. Yeah, well, we'll take your uh, opinion under consideration. But as, but as, of, as of right now, the rule says short hair. It's in the handbook. You got the handbook. Apparently, you didn't read the handbook. Mm-hmm. It's short hair for everybody, including African-American kids, which make up a vast majority of the students at this particular charter school. Look, I think it's silly, too. 
But that's, I mean, I that's the rule. And we allow that uh, these charter schools to set these rules. I know. And this is the rule that was set decades ago, apparently, that's by true. the founder of the school. Right. And now, now she's getting she's getting threats from people. They're going to burn down the oh, school. Well, They're going to do too. this and that. Stop Come on. That. Come just on. Stop that right now. And the little boy said, Daddy, can't I just put my hair up in a ponytail? And the again, the administrator said, no, that won't do either. No, so, Daddy didn't read the rule book. You no, know, he and his wife picked this school because it had a good well, reputation. Well, read the rule stuff. book so, first. Yeah. I mean, you know, after a while, there's some kind of responsibility. I mean, and he's squawking, what would Jesus say? Well, number one, you wouldn't know what Jesus would say. Mm-mm. Well, well, no. Uh, uh, well, uh, the book says, it. Th- yeah, the rule come book. Come as you are. Yeah, you got the book, and then uh, you got the rule book. All right. And in this case, you got to abide by we the rule We have book. our fifth named Atlantic hurricane or tro- tropical storm is named Ernesto. <laughs> really uh, are. A storm system in the north central Atlantic is getting stronger and now has a name. It was subtropical depression five. It's now subtropical storm Ernesto. It's now 40 miles per hour. That's Where? the cutoff. It's out, way out in the east, uh, far east, central or Atlantic. Yeah. It's moving to the north. It probably uh, will have. It should it. get a little stronger, but has no threat to Florida and probably not even the United right, States. Let me take a little break. Mo's got more news: the birthdays, the food, that bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Looks like crap. By the way, do we have a nutritionist in the house? I need to ask a question. Let's get back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Bonus round of closest to the pit at the top of the hour. Here's Mo. As school goes back into session, Jim, students are returning today to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School down in Fort Lauderdale area. The site of the worst school massacre in American history. According to the Broward County Superintendent of Schools, uh, students are returning to a more secure school. At, at Douglas, but some parents aren't fully confident. As a matter of fact, one recommendation was metal detectors, but there are none of those in place today because the superintendent decided this month not to install metal detectors at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. A consultant uh, told board members yesterday that adding metal detectors would lead to pat downs, which could lead to lawsuits. So instead of, yep. So instead of having metal detectors and safeguarding the population at Stoneman Douglas, they are, because they think if, you know, if, if it if it goes, if your backpack or your, you know, you walk through the metal detector yeah. and it goes bing, 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 then, you know, you may have to be patted down and they think that could lead to some kind of sexual something. I don't know. So instead of taking a chance on that, they're doing nothing different, really, mm-hmm. except having security mm-hmm. guards. Uh, bond for the shooter in Clearwater Stand Your Ground case remains at $100,000 this afternoon and he's been appointed a public defender. Yesterday, Michael Draca made his first court appearance since being charged with manslaughter in the death of Marquise McLaughlin. Now, if Draca does bond out, he'll be required to wear an ankle monitor, stay in Pinellas County, and stay away from McLaughlin's relatives. Prosecutors also say they will suspend his concealed carry permit. He will be found not guilty. Mm, I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm saying under Florida law, they will find him not guilty. A former employee... Because that's how screwed up Florida law. Uh Uh-huh. A former employee is settling her lawsuit against Florida State University over a shootout at the library in 2014. <laughs> Remember this? Uh, this well, girl- there's so many of these things anymore. Yeah, right? this girl worked at the library on the campus of FSU. Yeah. The gunman stood over her with a 38 caliber handgun and pulled the trigger, but it didn't fire. So Paige McFadden claims she was traumatized by that incident. Who wouldn't be? Of course, right? Yeah. And was aban- abandoned by the university. What do you mean? 
they didn't do anything for her. They gave her no settlement. They gave her no counseling. They gave her nothing. They didn't want to know from her after this thing was over. So she sued. Now, terms of the settlement were not disclosed, but according to the Tallahassee newspaper, uh, sources say FSU is paying this young woman, Paige McFadden, $13,000 for her trouble. That doesn't sound like enough to me. To be traumatized and have somebody put a gun to your head and click. It just ha- doesn't happen to fire. Otherwise, you'd be dead as a doornail. You don't think she has that replay in her head over and over? Oh, no? I think she's is experienced it? trauma. I'm just yeah. wondering, how is the university liable? Exactly. I mean, not providing security. I, mean, I guess or the something? argument is yeah. you didn't provide adequate security. Mm-hmm. How do you. When you think of the alternative, it's like you should be, hey, you're grateful that you survived this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But of course. Be if, grateful, you victim. Yes. <laughs> However, you want to get counseling for your trauma. That's not free. Mm -mm. No. A candidate for the Florida House of Representatives in Tallahassee is quitting her campaign after being caught lying about her college degree. (laughs) Did you hear this one? Yes. This Republican, Melissa Melissa Howard, was running in the 73rd District, I guess in Sarasota, which it includes parts of Sarasota and Manatee counties, both of them. She initially denied a report that she failed to graduate from Miami University in Ohio. And even posted a photo of herself with the degree, with the with her with the sheepskin. They challenged her, uh-huh, and they, they said, "Wait a minute, uh, we don't think you have a degree." So she flies up to Ohio, and, and, right? And yeah. uh, I don't know whether she goes to Instaprints or whatever, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and gets a, a diploma, and the then school she posts then, it. No, nope, and then the, the school says that's oh. a fake. The school confirmed that that she never graduated. She wow. never even. And they said, um, and to add insult to injury, yes. we don't offer degrees in in. What she claimed her major was. Yeah, it's, it's just even had, they don't even have that. Uh, yeah. So uh, yesterday she was running for, oh, two days ago she was running for the <laughs> Florida House. But today she withdrew. So she's out. So she's taking, putting yeah, her tail so between I got her a, legs. A, a, a bachelor of Arts in uh, Sports Management. We don't offer we that. We don't have that. Well, she tried. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, you should. Mm-hmm. And I should be the first one. I'm the one. first one. Look Honorary at, degree. Look, and if you will elect me to the yes. state house, I will make sure that every state university offers this as a major. Thank you. I think finally <laughs> Twitter is on board with booting out Alex Jones from Infowars. What? Uh, Twitter has frozen oh. uh, his account um, after uh, a week it's after. Conspiracy, Seth Rich. <laughs> Uh, the other tech giants distance themselves like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Apple, Pinterest, LinkedIn, blah, 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 blah. Seth Rich, you were in a pizza parlor. I'm cu- sorry. They, yeah. <laughs> they all cut ties except Twitter. And now Twitter says, okay, yeah. it's been another week. We're done, too. Got a tunnel to hell. It smells like sulfur in there. I know. I'm going. This uh, Alex Jones is the same guy who said that uh, the killing at Sandy Hook Elementary where those little kids were gunned down was a hoax. And the parents <laughs> of the victims were actors. Oh, yeah, and then the everybody who follows him, and then they they yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they, believe you know, they follow the parents around and make their lives miserable. Yeah, nasty. It's uh, he's a nasty fellow. Omarosa, speaking of nasty f- people, nasty fellows, nasty fellers. Wow. Uh, yeah, Omarosa says that the president has no respect for women. In an interview, the former Trump aide and reality TV star and reality villain, they're calling her now, mm-hmm. was responding to the president calling her all kinds of names and calling her a dog in his tweet yesterday. And so Omarosa claims that Trump would grab women and kiss them in an unsolicited manner any time of day. Ooh. She says he would rather hire a woman who's more attractive and less qualified than a woman who is qualified but less attractive. Amarosa is pushing her new tell-all book, so who knows how much of this is right or wrong? Oh, they deserve somewhere one in between. And the, you see, it's like you watch some of these network shows, and they're doing everything in their power. At least 
for my observation to say she's not as bad. She's bad, but she's not that bad. What do you mean bad? Well, she's you know so <laughs> omarosa, and but you know, you know she's got the tapes, yeah. so it's not quite you know they 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 just don't know what to do with her. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah, they don't. Um, it turns out. That uh, now uh, she also adds to her comments every day a little bit more. She says now that uh, the president is trying to uh, silence her. She's a bum. I mean, he's a bum. She is. He's a bum. She's a bum. But the fact of the matter Mm, is, she says, well, in the interest of the American people, if you had the interest of the American people in the Constitution at the top of the list, you would have you would have talked about this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. You have an obligation to the American people instead of your uh, instead of your pocketbook. Thank you. No, thank you. Today's a big day in Florida. The 2018 Florida alligator harvest is underway. Oh, boy. The fish and wildlife people issued more than 7,500 permits in an effort to manage the alligator population in Florida. The FWC, or Fish and Wildlife Commission, says the conservation efforts to help alligators rebound from a spot on the endangered species list um, to an established statewide population. Now we have 1.3 million of these things. I never heard from Rodney the gator hunter, or did we? Remember we had that... Video that posted where the woman is uh, has the push broom on the back of that alligator. No, I don't know. Yeah. Is that real? Yeah, we don't know. It looks like she's sweeping it, sweeping up hair off the alligator's top side. Yeah. You know what I think it may have been? What? When she was pushing the brush forward, the void made by the bristles getting pushed back looked kind of like hair being pushed up. Oh, maybe. Oh, really? Maybe I don't know. I've seen the documents. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they have hair. I don't think they have bristles. No, I don't, I don't think they can feel anything. It's the brush. A 61-year-old man died early this morning at uh, Disney World property. What? He fell into a vat of oil at an energy facility near Animal Kingdom. Near Disney World. Near. Oh, okay. Oh, oh you know how that goes. On property. You know, they say it's it's outside of Animal Kingdom, so if it's like over the fence, it's near. Right? Oh, wait a minute. Is that on Disney property or not? Reedy Creek Improvement District. A fatal industrial accident on Walt Disney World property is under investigation. Orange County Sheriff's deputies say a 61-year-old man died early this morning after falling into a vat of oil at an energy facility near Animal Kingdom, but on Disney World property. Oh, vat of oil. They say he and a co-worker were emptying oil and grease byproducts from a semi-truck when the man slipped and fell into the vat. The the hunchback of Notre Dame used the co-worker tried but was unable Remember, to retrieve the guy who, who became overcome by the fumes. That oil comes out of the mouth of those gargoyles. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Uh-huh. That's what they were screaming. The man didn't <laughs> die from the oil. It was the fumes. His oh, body yeah. was okay. recovered from the vat by Reedy oh. Creek people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let's see. A big hospital around here is changing its name. It's one of the nation's largest faith-based healthcare systems. Uh, the Adventist Health System, we know it as Florida Hospital this and Florida Hospital that, right? I mean, it's Florida Hospital Kissimmee, Florida Hospital... Right. Florida Hospital. Altamont. No, not anymore. What is it? Uh, Adventist Health, which is the umbrella organization that owns this joint, announced that it will become now Advent Health Orlando or Advent Health Altamont or Advent Health Kissimmee. I wonder why, you know, if you get behind closed doors, you know, the reasons for that and the marketing people and the research and... Yeah. Or did somebody just uh, pull that out of their tuchus and say, hey. Advent Health. Why do we just change the names just for the hell of it? Advent Health will take effect on January 2nd. I'm not sure if I like that. It's kind no. of It doesn't sound very catchy. Tongue tripper. Advent Health. Advent, Advent Health. Advent Health. No, not Vent Florida Health. Florida Hospital. It's just Florida Hospital. No, well, that's how they we. Were, 
Yeah. They were the ones that wouldn't let the Wendy's across the street yeah. sell Baconators, right? That's right. Yeah, they own the they, they own the property. Know. They lease it to Wendy's, but they say no uh, no bacon. Hey, and I, don't I don't like even know if you bacon. go to Florida Hospital or Advent Health whether you can get any you're meat in there products. for your you know your no. ticker or anything else. I don't no. think you can get any meat products. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you have to have somebody slip nah, it in I, for you. I, I think that I you don't know. have to smuggle anymore. Meat. I think they have meat now, yeah, but they don't yeah. have any pork. I don't know. No, I don't know. I you gotta, know. You got to do like Goodfellas. Have your wife bring in the salam under my, her coat. Oh, my salam. daughter was just born in that hospital. No, congratulations on the baby. Thank you. She's in high school now. Yeah, that's true. All right. It's another victory I for don't know. David I mean, they're supposed Beckham. to have a great uh, vegetarian restaurant over the the main facility. The Lock Haven one? Yeah, but I'm... Oh, you don't like vegetarian? You turn up your nose. No, I'm a reducitarian. Oh, that's right. Sorry. It's different. Thank it's you. David Beckham, score one for him in his quest to uh, score a Miami soccer stadium. Uh, a judge today dismissed the lawsuit that a guy filed last month saying the attorney had no standing in the case. William Muir tried to argue the mayor and city officials ignored the city charter and they didn't give the public time to bid on the publicly owned Melrose Country Club. Mm. Voters are set to cast ballots this November on the proposed soccer facility. A part of Seminole County, one resident called a real jewel, will remain untouched thanks to the county commission vote last night yeah, to move. reject the proposed Rivercross development near Chuliota. Take that, Dorworth. Former state lawmaker Chris <laughs> Dorworth, that dimwit, was behind this project that would have built more than 1,000 homes and apartments on this rural land out by the Econ. Oh, this will be good for everybody. Yeah. They wanted hundreds of homes yeah. and thousands of apartments and this and that and whatever yeah, in an area that people mm-hmm. of Seminole County voted in a referendum to keep rural. No. Residents good for the county commission. Residents who spoke out said it was too big, would bring too much traffic. Yeah. It took eight hours of discussion in Seminole County yesterday, and they rejected it. Seminole County said, yeah. Who's going to supply the sewer? Who's going to supply the water, the electricity, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Closing Good arguments luck. are underway in the Paul Manafort bank and tax fraud trial in Alexandria. <sighs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Soon as soon as soon as the, the judge is kind of a weirdo. The judge in this case, mm-hmm. as soon as the bailiff says, Your Honor, the jury has reached a verdict, he's, the, the, his, his attorney's going to hightail it to the bench and say, Let's, let's cut a deal. He's We're ready to cut a deal. I think you're going down on this one. Uh, he's waiting until the last second, you think, like that? <laughs> I think he's he's waiting for the Trump... Uh, pardon? Trump card. Yeah, the Trump card. Pardon. Nice. The pardon card. The Trump card. I don't think Trump would pardon him. It would look really shady. Oh, that'll stop him. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't, I don't think you got it there. right. Now he's concerned with well, how he looks. He faces 18 counts of tax evasion and bank fraud as part of Robert Mueller's investigation. Even that but, doesn't go over well with the, you know, yeah. he's always going to have a base. He's always going to have a 30, 31 base that would never ever does. He could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. He always and says that. Yeah. But in this particular case, you got hardworking Americans, you know, they're making, uh, you know, they're making their money, but uh, they pay their taxes. They follow the rules and regulations and all sudden a guy skips out on 30 million dollars worth of uh, uh, taxes or whatever he owed no get out of here no. i don't think so i don't think politically i think i think is don't do it the center for disease think control don't think you do it jim the center for disease control in atlanta is yeah. keeping its eye on a measles outbreak that covers more than 20 states in the united states the health agency says more than 100 people have come down with measles this is something we thought was eradicated but no this year's title uh, total is likely to be higher than last year and last year, they had 118. Um, so far this year, we're already at 107. We're totally going to break through that number. Measles spreads through the air when infected people cough or sneeze. 
Symptoms usually show up 10 days to two weeks after a person is exposed to measles and lasts for a week to 10 days. And by the way, if uh, Trump or one of his lawyers had yeah. communicated with mm. Manafort's lawyers and said, don't worry about anything oh, because yeah. if they convict you, the president pardon will you. pardon you. Is that obstru- obstruction of justice in some form or fashion? I don't know. That seems a little bit like behind the scenes maneuvering, but I don't know what if it's illegal. I don't know. I would think it would be. Yeah. Do what you want. We'll pardon you later. Yeah, don't worry about a thing. Mm. They find you guilty, uh, you know, we'll give you a we'll pardon. We'll take care of you. And then yeah. he's a real cool. schnook because then he buys into it. This Trump doesn't, hey, Trump doesn't have any allegiance to anybody. Except himself. Former Today Show host Matt Lauer is reportedly agreeing to a $20 million divorce settlement with Yee. his soon-to-be ex-wife, Annette. Oh, Matthew. New York Post says the divorce is in the final stages, and Matt agreed to the multi-million dollar payout out of guilt for having multiple affairs with women at work. Out of guilt? Maddie was fired last November by NBC for what they called inappropriate workplace conduct. Oh, speaking of inappropriate workplace conduct, a New York judge is (laughs) ruling that the casting couch couch culture in Hollywood allowed Harvey Weinstein to be sued for violating sex trafficking laws. The U.S. District Judge said in a lawsuit filed by an aspiring actress mm. could move forward. He, did, he made that ruling yesterday. Now, this woman claims the studio boss, Weinstein, asked her to his hotel room at a film festival to watch her demo reel and then molested her. Weinstein's attorney says she plans to appeal that ruling. The key to the ruling under this sex trafficking law is if there was an exchange of value which would make it a commercial sex act, then that, now you can get... Nailed on, on sex trafficking now. Harvey Weinstein. Boy, you talk about sex appeal. Let's move to some Ew. birthdays. No, he's Ayo. he's grody. No. Happy, happy birthday to somebody who is adorable and you always thought so, Jim. Jennifer Lawrence. J-Law. Uh, 37? Nah, it's too no, old. no, no, no. Too no, old. No, no, no. I'm going to say 31. Yeah. No, no, no. In the middle. It really is in the middle. It I'm telling you. It probably is. 28 on the dot. 28. Thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah. he knew it. No fair. That's all right. He went last. That's how it works. <laughs> no, he urges us to go first so he can go last. I didn't like say a, a word. He always goes last. You're, you, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, got to go first now. He will. Kapoya! Kapoya! Yeah, we'll see how you do yeah. now, smart guy. How about guy. this? Benny Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, Benny Affleck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long do the monsters talk about that this morning? Uh, it was only a few seconds. And if you I, know pass, hey, then. you got to pass. Come I, on, I be a man. I don't know. Oh, here we I go. I have an idea. It's, all right, I'll pass. Mm. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> so he di- does he know or doesn't he? I have he? an idea, but oh. I don't know for sure. Well, that's I, how you do sometimes. Yeah. You think you remember, but 48. you know. How much? 48. No, nah, that's too old. No, go no, younger. No, 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 no. Uh, 45. Damn it. Okay. He's going to do it, Pigman. I'm going to go in the middle. He tricked us again. Do I want 46 or 47? I'm going to go 47. You made a mistake. Damn it! (laughs) Pinkman and Jack split 46. I knew it was was one of the two, and you guys still gave me the window. I'll take the points. Hey, I got a point, too, bro. Okay. That's a half a point. Put that in your pocket. Yeah. How about Deborah Messing, Grace of Will and Grace? Happy, happy birthday! Pinkman, you want to go, or would you like me to go? Not it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about her. 48. That's a good guess. Pinky. Uh, uh, there's no way she's the same age as Ben Affleck. 50. On the dot. Oh, right yeah. Right there, 50. Kapoya! Yeah. Kapoya! 
And that's the la da Just call me Moira. Here's what we'll do. We'll open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random. You will play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the pin. If you win, good fortune for you for the rest of your life. However, if you lose, bad luck for 24 hours. It's up to you on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, we don't like you either, but it's a really easy way to keep up with all our contests. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Oh boy, here we go. Dave's on the line. Dave will play against Pinkman and this bonus round of closest to the pen. The regular round is at about 520. If Dave defeats Pinkman, he will get a You Matter business card, and that guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. Dave also knows there's a downside. If he loses, he will experience at least 24 hours or about 24 hours of bad luck. Mr. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes, all right, to set your handicap for the afternoon. Dave, how are you today? Good. How are you doing? Very well, Dave. i got ten questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Nice and loud into the phone so I can hear your answers. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Dave, at least 39 people are dead following the collapse of that bridge in Genoa, Italy. What's the population of Genoa? 16,000. Talk about bridges. How old is actor Bo Bridges? 72. The war movie called A Bridge Too Far was released in what year? 1989. The famed British actor Sir Lawrence Olivier was in that movie. Olivier died in what year? 1994. Olivier was once married to actress Vivian Lee. Lee played Scarlett O'Hara in the movie Gone with the Wind, released in what year? 1966. Iconic American actor Clark Gable was also in that movie. Gable died in 1960. At what age? He was 59. Anne of Green Gables is a classic children's novel first published in what year? 63. Anne Boleyn was once the Queen of England. She got her head chopped off at the Tower of London in what year? 1923. Speaking of Anne, how old is actress Anne Hathaway? 58. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Anne Hathaway was a crow in Brooklyn, her place of birth, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Hartford, Connecticut? 324. Time. All right, there we go. Let's bring Mr. Pinkman back in. There we go. Here he comes. All right, Dave, hang in there. People confirming Florida hospitals serves meat, have for a while, no pork. No pork, okay. They say the food is good. Oh, and I forgot to tell you the food today, lemon meringue pie. (gasps) That's a good time. I know. Don't think I've ever had it. What? What? You probably wouldn't like meringue. Thank you I very much, Mr. Like Pinkman. You have to squeeze it through your teeth. See what yeah. Pinkman does? Instead of Moira making uh, me feel bad for not trying it, Pinkman says, I won't like it. So now I don't have to worry about it. I can go on l- with I the rest you, of my it life. It would be delicious. <laughs> I you think would you would like it. it. You would like it. Thank you, Pinkman. Kind of tangy. You like key lime? Yeah, actually, I, I didn't kinda say do. he wouldn't like the pie. I think he won't like meringue itself. Mm. He might not like the meringue. Yeah, the meringue. All right, forget it. Meringue. It's kind of in between. It's kind of a mousse, but not as... Not as no, it's dense. A, yeah, I did. Makes me think of depression. Lemon meringue? 
Well, you got meringue. It sounds like Milan. Like, no. What's that word? Milan? Morose. Mal- yeah, where are you going morose, with this? Morose, macabre. Sure. Morose, Makes Milan. you think of depression or the yeah, depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, that too. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Pingman, I have 10 questions for you, including the crow question, but you have to roll the dice first to determine your handicap. Oh, yeah. Whatever you roll, we'll take away oh. from the number 18. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This is so exciting. He rolls them, and he oh. rolls them, and he gets a five. Lame. Ouchie. 13-second handicap. Are you ready? It won't okay. matter. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go in three, two, one, begin. Pinky, at least 39 people are dead following the collapse of that bridge in Genoa, Italy. What's the population of Genoa? Uh, 1.2 million. Talk about bridges. How old is actor Bo Bridges? 67. The war movie called A Bridge Too Far was released in what year? 1953. The famed British actor Sir Lawrence Olivier was in that movie. Olivier died in what year? 1986. Olivier was once married to actress Vivian Lee. Lee played Scarlett O'Hara in the movie Gone with the Wind, released in what year? 1939. Iconic American actor Clark Gable was also in that movie. Gable died in 1960 at what age? Uh, 58. Anne of Green Gables is a classic children's novel, first published in what year? 1873. Anne Boleyn was once the Queen of England. She got her head chopped off at the Tower of London in what year? Uh, That would have been 1730. Speaking of Anne, how old is actress Anne Hathaway? 38. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Anne Hathaway was a crow in Brooklyn, her place of birth, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Hartford, Connecticut? Uh, 122. Time. Oh, boy. All right. Let's malaise. Oh, malaise, not meringue. Mayonnaise. Malaise. Mm-hmm. He says general malaise, he thinks, when he thinks of lemon meringue pie. Yeah. It's not meringue, lemon malaise, malaise pie. Depression. Oh, yeah. oh, meringue. Great depression. It's an easy connection. Not so much. What's the population of Genoa, Dave said? 16,000. Dinkman. 1.2 million. 595,000. Uh, that's math. Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Bo Bridges. How old no, is actor is. Bo Bridges? Dave said <laughs> seventy-two. Pinkman, sixty-seven. Seventy-six. That's Ooh. Dave also. The war movie called A Bridge Too Far released in what year? Dave said eighty-nine. Pinkman, fifty-three. Seventy-seven. Uh, that's three for Dave. Oh, the famed British actor Sir Lawrence Olivier was in that movie. Olivier died in what year? Dave said ninety-four. Pinkman, eighty-six. Eighty-nine. Oh, Pinky, you're on the board. Olivier Finally. once married to Vivian Lee. She was Scarlett O'Hara in the movie Gone with the Wind, released in what year? Dave said sixty-six. Pinkman, thirty-nine. Right on the money, nineteen thirty-nine. And now it's all tied oh, up. Yeah, there we go. Tied. Five to go. Clark Gable in that movie. Gable died in nineteen sixty. At what age? Dave said fifty-nine. And Pinkman, he won under him at fifty-eight. Right on the money, fifty. Nine. Oh, Pinkman, you're down 5-3. Stupid Clark Gable. Oh. Anne of Green Gables, a classic children's novel, first published in what year, Dave said? 1963. Pinkman? Uh, 1873. 1908. Uh, that's definitely Pinkman. Anne Boleyn, once the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. She got her head chopped off at the Tower of London in what year, Dave said? 1923. Pinkman? 1730. 1536. Yep, even though he was 200 years off, it's Pinkman. <laughs> Two to go. Speaking game, of Anne, right? how old is actress Anne Hathaway? Dave said? 58. Whoops. Pinkman? 38. 35. It is It is Pinkman on that one. So What's let's the see. score? It's five to one, two, three, four, five, six. Pinkman has six. Dave has five. <laughs> All right, Dave. Get it within 25. You went out right. Mm-hmm. If Anne Hathaway was a crow in Brooklyn, her place of birth... You would have to fly how many miles to reach Hartford, Connecticut? Dave said. 324. Pinkman said. 122. In fact, if Anne Hathaway was a crow in Brooklyn, flapped her wings, wanted to go to Hartford, Connecticut, 
She'd have to fly a total of 119 miles. And you're within 25 and you win the game. Oh, he knocked it out of the park. Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave, Oh, Dave, Dave, bad luck for you. General Starts right now. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, <laughs> and it's always general malaise. It's never any other rank. Yeah, right. Lieutenant no. Malaise. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Sergeant Malaise reporting for duty. No. Corporal Malaise. But it's certainly not lemon malaise. No. This is lemon meringue. Lemon oh. malaise pie. Nope. I'd no. have some of that. Is that it's, a dance meringue? It's a meringue. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway. See. A little different. Lo siento. Muy bien. Silver. <laughs> Will you, uh, do, do you think that apples lock you up? Uh, yeah, well, they get you connected yeah. to one device, and then you get the computer, and then they talk to each other, and you can never go to Android after that, because Not then the text kind of messaging Apple. doesn't connect. Apple the fruit. I Not don't me. think it's got so. Fiber I don't it. think so. It's got fiber. It's, it's the, the skin is fiber. Most yeah. says apples lock you up. No, Most a knucklehead. Oh, no, I think, you know, if you eat peaches or prunes or apricots, I mean, that will, you know, get things moving. But I thought apples and bananas were more of a binding kind of thing. No, it's the no, opposite. It's that skin. It'll lock it's that you skin. up. No. It's a skin bananas of an don't apple. make you poop. Um, no, bananas do. No, it's a brat diet when you have, no. No, I think bananas have a, could, could have a tendency Mm-mm. in some people to lock you up, but apples... Apples have that rough. The skin of an apple is it's that rough stuff. It's like, a, it's, my... like a, it's like a putty knife on your intestines. It's oh, like... no. <laughs> I used to feed my daughter bananas. By the time she was done, I'd have to change her diaper. No. Well, that, as no. a baby, that's a difference. Or I don't know. But I, bananas, rice, uh, applesauce, and toast. If your kid is, has an upset stomach, that's what you do to mm, close it up. I'm not talking about applesauce. We're talking about an apple with skin on Maybe it. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Applesauce. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about all Close that. it up. Matzah. Yeah, matzah. Jeez. That'll lock you up. Might as well eat a, a bag of sacrete. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Take a ride on the Bipolar Express. Now here's the number. Toll free. 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. I'm always looking for ways to save money. I love saving Money and with credit cards, one of the best things you can do. Because most people, when they think of dogs, don't think of firing them. Only Donald Trump would defend himself from being racist by saying something sexist. <laughs> there you go, Jim. Who do you mm, like? It. I'm not crazy about it. Can you play Kimmel again? Sure. Uh, the last one. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, thanks. That's the last one. Jimmy oh, Kimmel. Ladies. This morning. Yeah, here you go. Because most people, when they think of right dogs, don't think oh. of yeah. firing them. <laughs> Only Donald Trump would defend himself from being racist by saying something sexist. It's, it's quick. Colbert. It's short. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. I'm know. giving it to Kimmel. Kimmel's Are got you? the oh. point. Yeah, Kimmel gets the point. Okay. Well, yeah. You have a, a prejudice against Stephen Colbert. Yes, you don't like him. It, but not only that. That doesn't mean I haven't given him some points. He's uh, gotten some points. Where is he in the standing? He's almost at the bottom. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I really don't like is Stephen Colbert's impression of Donald Trump. I was thinking the same thing. And the longer I took it goes a, as a matter on, of fact, I took yeah. a point away because of that impression. It's a yeah. lousy impression. Yeah. <laughs> Casey two times has a much Way better impression. Better. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Jimmy Fallon has nine. Now Kimmel alone in number two, second place, number two place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seth Meyers three, James Corden four, and Conan five. There you go. Wow, we fired through my audio today. I have one last thing for you. What? Some noise. Uh, 
No, it's women celebrating 100 years of U.S. Marine Corps service. Mm. Super fun. Yeah, the uh, women joined forces at Arlington National Cemetery to celebrate mm-hmm. the people who were never drafted to serve but volunteered. They are the women of the Marines. And so let's go to uh, Teresa Sousa. And I had a brother in the Army and one in the Navy, and I thought I should be in the Marine Corps, but my parents felt different. I should stay in high school. I don't think you could be drafted into the Marine Corps. I think you have to join the Marine Corps. Even during the Vietnam War, you weren't drafted into the Marine Corps. Aren't they part of the They're part of the Navy. Navy. So if you if, if you were drafted, you were drafted into the Army. Not the right. Navy? No. Oh. Got to join the Navy because that's what a lot of guys, some guys did. Well, trying try to get, get out, out of the, the Army. Army. Yeah. It was back on August 13th of 1918 when 39-year-old... Ofa Mae Johnson enlisted during World War One, becoming the first female yeah. Marine. Mm. That was two years before women were even allowed to vote. Mm. Yeah. Otto's father, uh, I think his, his brother or his uncle said, uh, you know, you're going to get drafted. The best thing you can do is join the Navy. And Otto's father joined the Navy, and they put him on, on those boats in the that patrols the rivers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not going to be. What are you going to do? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, U.S. Marine Corps Major Justine Davey paid tribute to her predecessors. I think it's wonderful to see where women have come from in 100 years, from being clerks in World War One to having our first infantry female officer. It's really amazing. There you go. Yep. And finally, veteran Betty Mosley-Brown says women by gender, mm-hmm. but more than that, they are Marines. Our motto is Semper Fidelis, which means always faithful, and that's us. Because we are women by gender, but mer- we're Marines. Yeah, you are. Got that right. That's a fellowship. Indeed. No question about it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if I should say Semper Fi. I think if you're not a Marine, you shouldn't say it. Yeah, that's the whole I thing. I just did it. Be, yeah. You say who ya or who No, I don't think you should say anything. All right, forget Except it. thank you for yeah. your service. Oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. You know. Stop trying to be a poser. <laughs> Even though I do know how to march, but or did. That was the lightweight champion, of, uh, featherweight champion of mm-hmm. Barracks B. Little piston. Yeah, a little Point. piston. Yeah, that was my title. You won the little piston award, or they just nicknamed you the little piston. The little piston because I was so fast. My fists were so fast, like a piston, Mo. Uh, I know. What's a piston? You know, it's a piston. Part of a car. Part yeah. of yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That fast. Why? Want to see? Yeah. Want to see again? Oh. <laughs> Old joke. That's a, Thank oh. you, Jack. Is that it? That's it. Good job. Thank you very much. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. There was a time I could drink my cares away and drown out all of the heartaches that hurt me not. Yahoo! 
around, Catherine. Come back home, baby. It's okay. <laughs> Just putting food on the table. That's all I'm doing. Trying to put food on the table. Talking about food on the table. What was the story about salt? Big Daddy had a story about salt. Oh, yeah, yeah it's bro. the only rock we eat. Oh, God. What was the story? This uh, kid at the University of Maine developed this uh, cutlery set that instead of you having to add salt or any other flavoring to your food, uh-huh. it just shocks your tongue into thinking that the food tastes good. Mm. I was uh, at lunch shocks the other day, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know why this bothers It's really none of my business, but it still bothers me. A uh, waitress uh, delivers uh, the woman's lunch, and before uh, tasting it, yeah, starts uh, shaking the salt on there. Oh, sacrilege. and I've never, I, I, and I, I've never, I, I just don't understand. I never understood it. Mm. Salting before you taste. Yeah, it? Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I never, I don't I've that. never, I've never understood why people do that. Now you take a bite, and say, eh, okay, could use a little salt. Well, but you know, having eaten a lot of, let's say, corn on the cob or scrambled eggs or something, right? You've eaten plenty of dishes of scrambled eggs. You know that you like them to be salted. You know they don't come salted. You know corn on the cob doesn't come salted. You put the butter on it, and then you salt it. Right. Same thing with scrambled eggs. It comes to your place. You know you like it with salt. You don't have to taste it. You just, and then you move along. Well, I don't know what she was having. I don't either. But That makes sense for eggs and stuff, but if it's like a totally prepared dish... Yeah, right. like meatloaf. It's a bit insulting or to the chef. Or spaghetti and peppers peppers spaghetti yeah, meatballs. What are you insulting. Yeah, what are you doing? You <laughs> That's a good one, Jackie. Yeah, the chef sees you, oh, they'd oh, be mad. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Come on with a meat cleaver yeah. or frozen leg of lamb to go after you. Yeah, you oh, think I didn't What are you doing? Think I didn't add enough salt to this? What, are you thinking huh? the food's not tasty enough right. for you? Will get they get mad here. if you taste it and then salt it? What's that? Will they get? I understand they would get mad if you salted it before you tasted it. Would they get mad if you tasted it and then salt? Oh, okay, they tasted it. They like a little bit more salt on this tasty food. Okay, I get it. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. They roasted their taste buds early in life. They need the salt. You know what I'm Maybe. saying? Hey, forget about it. Yeah, you forget about it. Oh, the blood pressure is going to go through the roof, but go ahead and salt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put the salt on there. Yeah, uh-uh. I had yeah. a good friend did that all the time, too. And I was like, what do you, yeah, you know? Yeah, stop it. And I'd cook, and so, you know, I never said anything. No. Well, you know, he's just bad form, I suppose. I but never I was put thinking, it on the table. Thinking, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? You put it on the table? What? Salt? Why would no. you put it on the table? Or did they ask for it? Can you go in the kitchen and get me some salt? No, I think it was on the table. Oh, see? I don't put it on the table. No. Eat it the way you prepare no, it. No, I don't put it on the table either. Tough. Right. Uh, I, I, add salt, the... I add salt when I'm cooking something, but I never... Right, of course. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I said, oh, jeez, I need, you know... Yeah. Some salt. Oh, maybe on French fries? Eh. No, they come so salty, mostly. Mm-mm. Well, not the French fries I had. Oh, really? So they, you that's why add? I had some salt, yeah. Eh. I think you get French fries. You get... Well, then why did they put the salt in the in the bag? I never understood that little it. packet of salt. I know, I never understood it. Yeah, some French fries, I'll add salt. I'll do that. But rarely any. I can't, uh, can't think of anything. Mm-mm. So that's that, ladies corn and gentlemen. Corn on the cob, yeah, that's it. You know. that's yeah, the, but corn recently, on the cob, that's like. I, that's the only thing recently I put salt on this summer. You know. Summer of corn salt. Well, it's like you're cooking corn on the cob. That's part of the process, in mm, a way. I'm not talking about putting it in the boiling water. No, I know. But I mean, but, but part of the process of before you eat it comes out you of the boiling it. water. Butter, some salt. For me, that's correct. Or as Eddie would say, some pepper. 
No, who puts that he on? He got into a big thing a last big Thursday. Thing last you week. got to put pepper at the pepper. Nobody it's puts like, pepper, well, no. Eddie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. Well, I guess he does, so I guess it's not okay. nobody. But it's okay. You know, you, you know that's, that's what you like. Mm-hmm. Best thing to do, be polite, be civil, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. You almost put ketchup on his corn, uh, corn on the cob. Nobody does that either. How about um, ketchup on scrambled eggs? I think plenty of people, uh, not plenty, I think a lot of people do that. I've seen people yeah. do Hot sauce. Ketchup. Mm-hmm. Hot yeah. sauce I've seen, too. But, again, I don't know. I may, do, unless you grow up that way, I don't know where you would even start with that. Yeah, but I don't think it's one of those. But the hot sauce, it's like, oh, geez, I'm going to do something to these Jazz it up eggs. a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, you just plop it on there. Before you taste well, it? Yeah, you well, have hot sauce is for flavor. That's different than salt. Hot sauce, you're yeah. looking for something else. You're adding something. Yeah, you got an well, olive oil, or you got, or you got yeah. some scrambled eggs, and that's the way you like it. Yeah. Well, it's not going to come out of the kitchen with hot sauce on it. Right. So right. you you know, mm-hmm. a couple of shakes here and there. Mm-hmm. Salt. Here's, uh, here we go. Here's Beth. All right, Beth. Tell me you don't. Hey. Yeah. What? No, tell me what? Talk to me. No, you were going to say, tell me I don't do what. No, I I just, do you salt your food beforehand? No. Okay, good. I am not a salter Mm -hmm. because I just, I'm not, I don't like a lot of salt. And when I first moved in here with Mark, he would cook and I was like, I can't eat it. What, too much salt? Too much damn salt. Oh, boy. But now I do like salt and wattermelon and cantaloupe. It brings out the sweetness. I've heard that before. That's not. That's a southern thing, I think. Yeah, some people do with tomatoes too. I do that. I, oh, tomatoes, yeah. I do. It. Yeah, tomatoes. You like fried green tomatoes? Oh yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, I do. They're bad for you though. Yeah, but they're they're a damn tomato. But I don't even know where you can find a green tomato for fried green to. Oh, to make it at home, well, you mean? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you have to kind of like grow them yourself. Well, right? I don't want to do that. Farmers market. Farmer's Market has green tomatoes? Yeah, probably. You don't yeah, know. Wait a minute. You right. just said just Farmer's Market. Probably. Like, you just yeah. made that up. Exactly. Uh, like, I don't know if they're in season right like, now. I don't want to commit to this, so I'm going to find so, a back door here. Yeah. Probably. Probably there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've heard from multiple sources oh, you and the that president, they might, I've heard, yeah. they might Pe- have People them. are saying that's green right. tomatoes yes. are available at Farmer's oh, Market. China. Yeah, that's good China. stuff, though. Fried green tomatoes. Huh? But you can find them at Publix. You can? Publix. Yeah. I've never. Just talk to your veggie person. Guy that does the vegetable aisle. You got to be very careful with tomatoes. Some of the best tomatoes are roadside tomatoes because that Florida tomatoes that come out of there, they're like golf balls. They're as hard as golf balls. But roadside is good, just like roadside um, boiled peanuts. I love boiled peanuts. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, there's a woman on Highway 50 out near Christmas, uh-huh. and uh, she's open on the weekends. And, uh, I love boiled peanuts. A Cajun-style boiled peanut. That's some good eating. Yep. <laughs> that is nasty. Good eating. Yeah, all right, Beth, thank you. All right. All right, see you. Y'all. Bye. Okay, bye. Mm. Nice lady. <laughs> Hot, cold, I don't care. Yeah, boiled peanuts. That's a good time. That is a good time. Cajun flavor. But there you go, Cajun flavor, because that gives it flavor. Otherwise, it's just mush. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's wet peanut. Mush. Oh, eh, come on. Eh. It's the Yankee Sam. Oh, you know. I'm the one saying you need the Cajun they flavor. Have, they have, That's not yeah. a Yankee. Cajun right. or regular. That's it makes right. no difference. They're still good. I like the Cajun eh. flavor. You're right. It gives the a little bit more spice, a vinegary type flavor, a little bit more. Gives you a reason to go through the trouble of eating. Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, and they come in a cup, and you're food in a cup? that liquid they're in. It's like, oh, you people. You don't know how to eat them. Yeah, go back to your cheese steaks and gabagool. <laughs> How you doing? Uh-huh. How you doing? Forget about it. Mm. Cheese steaks and gabagool. Yeah, go back yeah. to your cheese steaks. He's talking about Philadelphia, yeah. I imagine. That's why he's And then Jersey. Where, yeah. Gabagool because yeah. of the fried, yeah, Go back to your fried clams. Yeah. Yeah. Where the gabagool factories are. Gabagool. It fills uh-huh. the air. Gabagool. Nice. <laughs> gabagool. Yeah, you Boston baked beans. Yeah. See you later. Boston chowder. Yeah, hey, you're going back to your chowder. Mm-hmm. Right fast. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh! There has never been a show with all of those characters that are so endearing. I, even I though they th- were horrible, they're great. I have a lot of things that I want to watch, but I'm getting the urge to rewatch that. Sopranos? Yes. Yeah, I could do that again. Yeah. I could do that that's again. That's a lot of episodes. It is. Gotta watch The Wire. See, that's one I haven't seen. I've seen the first two seasons of The Wire. And I should continue to watch that. Good. I think it's on Hulu. But I think, I, you know, if I was going to do a, a rewatch, I think I'd go with The Sopranos over The Wire. And I love The Wire. Rewatch? Yeah, rewatch. Watching something you've That's already a, watched. It's a rewatch. You just made up that word. That's I not did. a thing. And I think it sounds good. A rewatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everybody knows exactly what I mean by that. It's a rewatch. Something that you join, you'll watch it again. Yeah. I got too much new stuff to do a rewatch. You're going to get caught up. I know. I got to watch Soul. If, I hope it picks up after that oh, first one. That was good. Oh, did you yeah. see it? I did. Yeah. I saw the yeah, first one. It was kind of slow. Oh, uh, you don't understand. I like the first one. Yeah, it was slow, though. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of slow. However. Was, uh, mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh, boy. In last night or Monday night? The, the second version. The first. The, oh, yeah, the, the first. Because what's her name? Got mm-hmm. in that automobile accident, yeah, right? Yeah, at the end of the yes. All right. Him. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong here, because in the beginning, I think, that Saul is trying to help her wrap her arm with uh, ice or something, right? Okay. And then all of a sudden, she's in a cast. How do you get? How'd she get in the cast? Mm. That's a good catch. I don't know. I don't. Well, I, I don't know when he was doing the right in ice the beginning. Thing. Right in the beginning of the first episode, where she's asleep, or he uh, yeah, he's eating a toast, and, and then he so, goes in and, exactly. Yeah. And she and he, I think she's applying ice, or and he's helping her with a wrap, looks like plastic around her arm. I thought, ice. oh no, that was she to was take a wrapping. Shower. Yeah, she was wrapping the cast in oh, plastic okay. so she I, could okay. shower. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I missed it then because then because then she's in a cast. I said, well, how the hell did that happen? And nobody signs the cast. I mean, like, come on. No, no come you, on. when you're a grown-up, I don't know if you do that. Oh, yeah, yeah why not? Oh, yeah, of course. No. If you have a character no. cast, you have to. Look at her friend's group. She's not working. She's at home all the time. With him. Oh, She's so with Saul, him. So yeah. Saul? Didn't Jimmy sign it. can't sign it? No. Come on. Mm-mm. Maybe he did in a place you can't see. Oh, God. <laughs> Ew. Got a, it's a cast. Mm. I, I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> or did he? Maybe he did. Like she, on the elbow. In here? Yeah, she got she got torn up. Oh yeah. Bad accident. So, some, so, so what's gonna happen to her? Oh yeah. yeah that's, you wonder that with Thank you. Okay, so you have a prequel. Correct. And we've already, you know, 
know what happened to many of the characters. So is she going to take off? So the characters Or is she going to be muerte? Well, I guess that's the... Those are our choices. Two choices with all the characters who didn't make it into Breaking Bad. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Like the other guy. I like the other guy. I didn't like him so much. The The guy guy with the glasses? No, the other guy. Oh, the one with the one eye. No, the other guy. No, I didn't like him at all. The one guy. You don't know. It's the Phillips (laughs) File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. From... today wednesday see here's angel on real radio thanks for hanging in there go ahead angel silver yeah commodore there's two incidents on that same fishing vessel which is called the summer bay and it's uh captain by wild bill oh that uh, uh that deadliest catch show that mm-hmm. i saw for the first time in years last night yeah yes last night the one incident was um he was trying to stack the pots and the boom turned and he almost went into water with the pot i saw the- that yeah um, the second incident was a week earlier where he was trying to get the buoy line into the block, yeah. and the moon was full, so the tides are a lot rougher. And when he went to put the line in the block, um, he got taken overboard. He went overboard. Yes, Uh-oh. he did. And I don't know how they got him back. I mean, did they, was he attached to a line or something? I mean, what the? how'd they get him back on board? I didn't see that. What happened was, thank God the guy that runs the boom, uh, the one that runs the hydraulic, he's a veteran. He ran and grabbed the grappling hook, which is the same hook uh-huh. they used to catch the line. Yeah. And they threw a ring out, and when the guy caught the ring that was underwater, he threw the hook right through the, uh, right through the ring and pulled the guy up. I mean, if it wasn't for that, that guy would have not yeah, made it. You have to stuff. see that video again. I, it's incredible. Yeah, it's a, that's a, I mean, that's just nonsensical. I mean, I don't mean it in a sexist uh, fashion like it sounds, but that's man's work. I mean, meaning that most men... 
99.9% of anybody would not do that job. They, they, You would look at that show and say, I'm not getting anywhere near that world. It's crazy. You it's got it. Thank crazy. you. Appreciate it. Guess they make some pretty good coin, though. Oh, yeah. They have a good season. What's good coin mean? They... I, I mean, mean, what do you think? What's like a crew range? Member? What they do, can what do, you do think? They can do six figures in a year, I think. A crew member? Yeah, bro. I guess. I don't know. You know a crew member on one of those crab boats can make uh, a $100,000 a year? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. Sounds like a lot. How else would you go out on one of those crew- things? Why else would you go out on one of those uh-huh. things? Crewmen can earn up to 15000 per month. Yeah, okay, yeah, but they're not working every month. Right, but that's still more money than a lot of people. Well, the deadliest catch, one of the things I never figured out, they never go down below decks. Where's the guy? Isn't isn't there an engine compartment? Isn't there somebody down there, an engineer that kind of runs the, oversees all the mechanics down there? You would think so, so, right? You would think so, right? hope so, yeah. I mean, it's not an ocean liner. It's not a, you know, battleship or anything. Somebody's got to be in charge of that, There's got to be somebody down there. Right. Some or, guy in a fisherman sweater smoking cigarettes nonstop. Oh, yeah, rocking and rolling, and that's isn't that the one of the worst places to be in the stern of the bow? Oh, it'll oh. make you throw up. Don't they say that if you're booking a cruise, get a cabin mm-hmm. right in the middle? Yeah, Whew. I wouldn't know. I've never been on a cruise. Yeah, because if you're if you're if you're pitching, if you're going down and up, bow's going down and up, then most of the angle is going to be in the in the bow or the stern, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting seasick just oh, thinking God, about it. Oh, God, me too. Black. Mm-mm, no, thank you. Yeah, if you're rolling, it doesn't make any difference. And yawing so wouldn't make any difference. That's rolling. Oh. That's pitching. Pitching is yeah. this. Oh. Rolling is this. Yawing is this. Oh, uh, r- wiggy wag side yeah, to side. Yeah, wig wag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to happen to me a lot when I was flying. You got, you got wiggy yeah, wag. You get kind of you go, sideways. Whoa, you kind of slide like this. <laughs> side to side like that. Yeah, oh, that's you know, weird. Yeah, like, Jimmy, I'll tell you on a straighten that out a little bit. Straighten it out. And get a little bit more uh, less redder, okay? And let's uh, straighten this thing out. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, I'm never gonna land. Oh no. Mm-mm. You're gonna land it. I'm not gonna land it. No. No, I'm not gonna land it. Okay. Tried before. I don't like it. Could you do a touch and go? That's one of the things when new pilots have no, to learn on a little uh, small you know, plane. Just, you, you come know. down, you touch the wheels, I know, and you go back I did up. A, I did a couple touch of... Touch and go. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't... Because uh, if you can get the touch... You I, can didn't, get the... I didn't like that either. Oh, I didn't like it. All right, so now I, I didn't like it. That's three things I thought it was going to pancake. I thought it was going to pancake oh, the plane. Yeah, flat down on your Yeah, where belly. the wheels you know, just spread out. No. The wheels will like hold James you. Like James Brown doing a split. It was just... Oh, no. The wheels will hold you. That's why they're wheels on the plane. Want to learn how to fly? No, thank you. I think you'd be good at it. No. I, motion sickness. I, I you know, mm-mm. I, I'm not great in boats, and I think that the... You know, any feeling... Yeah, but you're attentive to details. I think you'd yeah, be a good yeah, pilot. But, I'm not, mm, I'm not, uh, I'm no. not a good multitasker. No. Well, I'm just not. All right. And I'm not good at uh, at following uh, at instructions. Follow- instructions. Uh-huh. And if you fly, you have to. You really have to do. You really have, you to, have to be up. good at that. Got to listen up, Jim. Yeah, you got to go through the book, and you know, you got to. You can't skip over chapters. You know, you got to. Let's get this right. Claire, here's <laughs> hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Javier. Uh, oh, Javier. 
Javier. You're on the air. Where is Javier? Javier. Yes, how you doing? What's going on? There he is. Yes, uh, you guys were talking about the deadliest catch. <laughs> yes, they could do the six figures because it depends on the season. Mm. You know, they go with the snow crab, then they do the king crab. Yeah. And then they do the crystal crab and the salmon. So in a year, the only one that television they put on the television is uh, pretty much the the queen crab, something like that. So, anyways, yeah, they could do the six figures. Okay, I just wonder. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody catching salmon or fish. That doesn't sound exciting to me. Doesn't it? Nah, it's just oh, you know, you got a net, you got the fish. They're flopping all over the place. Mm-hmm. The crab, though, because they bring up these pots, and you go, "Oh my God, are they going to have a good catch?" Mm-hmm. Sometimes they bring them up, and the pot is just half full of these crabs. Sometimes they bring up one of these cages, the pots, I think they call them, and maybe two. They're not making any money then. They're not making any money if they're just getting two crabs. Trying to convince Pinkman today to... To go out on the no, deep sea he's, fishing he's or gonna, He's not going to do anything like that. No, I said, why don't you just, uh, <laughs> you know, you and your beloved, mm. your fiance. Intended, Jim. You're intended, and you don't have to get married. Just you know, just uh, take off for the islands. Yeah, bro. I mean, brother. <laughs> no, both of you at an age, footloose, fancy free. You don't have any kids. You don't have a mortgage. You don't have anything. That's any true. Of those things to I've worry about. Just go off and uh, or go to Europe, mm-hmm. hike around for you know half a year or so. Mm-hmm. I texted her. I told her we should move to the islands. You're and texting her now. I what did, did she say to that? Yeah. She said, "Okay, cool." Mm. Well, there you go. So I think we're on board, going going down. Well, that to the was island. quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just work and get some money and move down to another island, yeah. find some other work, make some mai tais here and there. Rich tourists, you work at a tourist bar. Crazy rich tourists. What's the yeah. name of that movie? Crazy rich Asians. Asians. Mm-hmm. That's right. Those crazy rich tourists. Yeah, it's kind of a chick flick. Mm-hmm. The book was. What? The book was a chick flick. The book was a chick book, is what I mean. <laughs> I don't know it's what that means. Gotcha. You know what you know what chick flick is. <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a chick book. It's, it's just more, you know, it's chick just book. more. Yeah, I liked it. It's not a thing. A chick book. Oh please, yes, huh? Hello, Fifty Shades crazy, of Whatever. Yeah, Crazy mm. Rich Asians. Chick. Oh, chick movie. Yeah, Twilight. Chick. book. Uh huh. Thank you. The Bible. And those totally. Asians, some of those Asians, they are filthy, filthy, I mean, filthy, no, filthy the rich. The book is yeah. not called Filthy, Filthy Rich Asians. It's, it's Crazy Rich crazy Asians. Crazy Rich. But, or, if they, yeah, but the real title should be Filthy, Filthy, Filthy Rich, rich Asians. Asians. So, so rich, I mean, beyond anyone's imagination. Yeah. Mm. Rich. Yeah, you don't even know rich. Yeah, nothing you know, richer than, the, than you're going to find and, 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 and show it off. Showing it off. Oh yeah, nice cars, nice houses, Gucci everything. Gucci, what kind yeah, of Gucci? Gucci up, everything's though? Gucci. Everything yeah, is top Gucci. notch ah. all the way. It's all Gucci fam. Got that right. Lit. Mm-hmm. You're just using all kinds of trendy terms. It doesn't even mean anything. Oh, it's it does lit. Mean I understand something. exactly yeah, what thank you mean. You. Mm-hmm. Those crazy rich Asians are lit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too lit to quit. Okay, all this is made up now, language. Huh? Oh, is it? Yeah. Isn't all language technically made up? Boom, roasted. Okay. Oh, he got you there. Again, roasted. Oh, that Again, like, you were roasted. Yeah, roasted. Lit and roasted. Yeah, yeah. Lit and roasted. Yeah. Lit the fire yeah, and roasted you, you over it. Boom. Okay, <laughs> none of this means anything. It means everything. What? What's wrong with you people? Yeah, 
Next time, you know, you, you know, just bring it up. Those crazy rich Asians, they are so lit. We make stuff up and you complain. <laughs> then you just make up stuff. What? He's <laughs> talking about uh, boat directions and you go, oh, you mean Wiggy Wag. You know, oh, well, you make that wag. up, but it's okay for you to make stuff Everybody up. Everybody knows Wiggy Wags. I Everybody decide. knows Wiggy Wag. Sure, of course they do. No, they do. They're not Wiggy Wag. You said Wiggy Wag. People would know. Oh, so, so, yeah. I decide. So you're at, yeah, right. You're on the sailboat. You turn yeah. to the captain and say, you know. This is going a little Wiggy Wag. Yeah, yeah. Going, they'll know. Captain, boat's going Wiggy Wag. Mm-hmm. Steel left, starboard. Let's go. <laughs> and then yeah. it goes Number back first, there Sign here. Sign right here. Yeah. Ah. Give uh, me a bowl of chowder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot steamy clam chowder. Go no socks. No more. Yeah. You can hurl over the side. <laughs> Wiggy wag. Wiggy wag. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Big storm mm. coming in. Time to tie up the Wiggy Wham. <laughs> wiggy Wham? Yeah, that's what we call oh, it. The I Wiggy see. Wham. Mm-hmm. Wiggy Wham. Wiggy Wag. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. It's the Phillips file on real. <laughs> How does this happen? That's what we do, right? I here. know. It's I know. just a stream of mental consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is. Closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. That's right. Time for that regular round of Closest to the Pin. I'm playing against Paul. Bill is the backup. Mr. Pinkman will tell you about the prize. Sure will. It's a four-pack of tickets to the Orlando Boat Show this weekend, the 17th through the 19th, at the Orange County Convention Center. You can go to OrlandoBoatShow.com for more info on that bad boy. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Let's get Paul on board and ready to go. How you doing, Paul? Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Category from Brad, co-producer for All Things Gaming, referencing something on yesterday's show. Did you hear yesterday's Phillips file, Paul? Unfortunately, no. Oh, shame, shame, shame. Uh, what are you, thinking? you know, whenever you miss a show, you can always uh, download our show for free on the iHeartRadio app, Phillips Points. File Podcast. However, more about the game. It's called Holy Free Holy... <laughs> Questions about beans. Okay, yesterday the category was I've got gas. Today <laughs> it's holy free holy. Questions about beans. Are you ready to go, Paul? Let's go. All right, here we go in three, two, one. Where does the U.S. rank among worldwide production of beans? Six. North Dakota is the capital of bean production in the United States. What percentage does it produce? 48. Listen up, Jack. The Guinness Book of World Records says the world's tallest beanstalk was grown in the U.S. To the nearest foot, how tall was that? 48. Rowan Atkinson has a master's degree in electrical engineering, but he's better known as Mr. Bean. In what year was his comedy movie, Bean, released? 1987. Dr. Hannibal Lecter had a thing for liver and fava beans. How many Oscars for Silence of the Lambs? Four. Time. Put you on hold. Bring Jim back in. Oh, boy. Speaking of Dr. Hannibal Lecter, portrayed by Anthony Hopkins in the movie, he was the winner of our 
greatest villain actor contest, and he was my selection. So that makes me a winner by proxy. Righto. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Mr. Pink. Feels good, don't it? We actually have a new bracket system with a new prize, and we'll talk more about that a little bit later. But right now, Jim is back and ready to play his game. Yeah, chick lit. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> That's books. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. Crazy rich Asians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Points. Chick lit. Mm-hmm. Read it all the time. All right, Jim, category for you, submitted by Brad, co-producer for all things gaming. All right. Holy free holy. <laughs> I get it. Questions about beans. All right. It's a sister category to yesterday's category, which was I got gas. Correct. You ready to go? See. All right. <laughs> I see what you did there. In tres, dos, uno. Where does the U.S. rank among worldwide production of beans? Fourth. North Dakota is the capital of bean production in the United States. Yeah. What percentage does it produce? Uh, 38%. Listen up, Jack. The Guinness Book of World Records says the world's tallest beanstalk was grown in the U.S. Mm. to the nearest foot. How tall was that? 23 feet. Rowan Atkinson has a master's degree in electrical engineering, Mm. but he's better known as Mr. Bean. In what year was his comedy movie Bean released? 1988. Dr. Hannibal Lecter had a thing for liver and fava beans. How many Oscars for Silence of the Lambs? Seven. Whoa. All righty then. Jim, I'm going back to the old way of doing things. I'm adding five seconds to your time. We've right. always done it like that. Eh, it confuses, Jim. All right. It's my win-loss record. Just in case I lose, I can still feel good. 82-30. All right. Get ready, Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the hurricane's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Beatdown's coming. Holy free holy, yeah. Batman. A little uh-huh. piston and Thanks ready Brad. to deliver a beat down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where, where does the U.S. rank? Yeah. As far as worldwide bean production. Mm-hmm. Paul said. Uh, six. Uh-oh. Jim. Four. Seven. Oh. Damn it. Paul gets a point. Paul. Far behind Myanmar, India, and Brazil. Right. They're the top three. All right. North Dakota is tops in the U.S. Uh-huh. for states. For bean production, Ugh. what percentage of what the U.S. makes comes from North Dakota? What percentage? Paul said. 48. Jim. 38. 32. Jim is on the board. Whoa, the get nervous now, huh, Paul? Yeah. Next is Michigan <laughs> at 17%. Uh-huh. And Nebraska at 11%. That's oh, the top boy. three. Yeah. All right. Jack and the Beanstalk. We get it, Brad. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, how tall is the tallest beanstalk? It was grown in the U.S. Yeah. 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 How tall? Paul said. 48 feet. Jim. Uh, 23. Off by two feet. Equivalent to 115 stacked <sighs> cans of soda. Oh. 46 feet. Whoa, no. Paul gets the point. He Wowie. leads two to one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jim, you're a fan of Mr. Bean? The movie Bean actually co-starred Burt Reynolds. What year what? did it come out? Paul yeah. said. Oh, God, you guys were neck and neck on this one. Paul said 87. You won up to at 88. Oh, one of them is closer. Uh-oh. 97. Oh, there you go. It's all Jim tied Jim ties the game. Oh, get ready, because Dr. Beatdown is about to deliver the final blow. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what all that means, but it sounds I don't threatening. Either. All right. I'm scared. When it comes to Silence of the Lambs, ah. Jodie Foster tried to buy the rights to the Thomas Harris novel, only to find Gene Hackman had beaten her to it. No kidding. How about that? What mm-hmm. a jerk. Mm-hmm. However, it was a movie that Jodie Foster started, along yeah. with Anthony Hopkins. Yep. 
Thank you for the win. Uh, how many Oscars did the movie win? Silence of the Land. Yeah. Paul said. Four. Ooh. Jim. Seven. One of them is closer. It's a tie game, right, Mo? It is. The answer is somewhere in between. Oh. So if it's five, you get it. I mean, no. if it's five, five Paul get gets it. it. Yeah. If it's six, six I you get, get it. it. Yes. Oh, Paul. Here we go, Paul. For the win. Oh, no. Can I change it? Can no. I change my answer? Sure. <laughs> no. I don't know what to do. Silence of the Lambs received five Oscars. Oh, Paul, Paul wins the game. Oh, Paul, you beat me down. Good job. Oh. Good job, Paul. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes. Sorry, you're a loser. And grenades. Oh, what? And I was passing along my condolences. All right, make sure Paul can't play again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, have him call back in three months. You got it. Exactly. You can call back in uh, 2019. 2019. Good luck with that, Paul. Oh, crap. (laughs) Silence of the Lambs. Got you again. Damn it. Win-loss record? 80. 231. 231. Oh, I'm in a slump. What? One loss in like three weeks. (laughs) It's a slump. <laughs> One in a row is not a slump. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get a check out the news. And uh, Scott Maxwell is right around the corner. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Russian rapper's four-year-old daughter got tired of him talking on the phone, so she threw it over the side of his yacht and into the sea. What he doesn't realize is that she knew his phone was tapped by Putin and she just saved his life. Next, invisible barcodes will start being sprayed on steaks in England to prevent people from eating counterfeit steak made of horse meat. I hope they don't overdo it. You don't want to keep eating a dead horse. Finally, Los Angeles police have launched a criminal investigation after a video surfaced of a man climbing into a zoo enclosure and slapping a hippopotamus on the behind. This guy is ballsy. If he'd ever played Hungry Hungry Hippos, he'd know how hard they bite when you slap their butts. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to get a lesson on preventing Lyme disease at realradio.fm. And transmission. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From the... For a Wednesday, every Wednesday at this time, we talk to Scott Maxwell. Mr. Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. How are you this afternoon? I am doing better. I love the horns and the harmonica on that. I don't know that song. That's <laughs> Delbert McClinton. He's coming to uh, the Plaza Theater, I think, in October. Oh, yeah. Bro. Oh, 
Are we gonna we gonna get a, a bus and go? He's about 100 a hundred years bus. old, <laughs> but I imagine uh-huh. he still brings it. I imagine he probably sell it out. Why don't yeah. you and Scott go get, get a dinner bus. at Beefy King and mm-hmm. yeah. stroll across, across the street? Beefy King's not open for dinner. That's exactly That's right, Jack. Get your Beefy Kings together. Go or, they close <laughs> at five thirty, so you go there at five. Early bird special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you kick around the parking lot smoking weed. All and right, then you go into the Listen. show. Some old fashions. Maybe uh, that'd be nice. Maybe hit the uh, Old Navy store up for some clothes for next door already. That's kind of good, yeah. Yeah, A little shopping. Finally find some... A big lodge. You never know what you're going to find there. And find some jeans that finally fit my fat ass. No. Or or you'll find something like a a five-foot-long pixie stick for 99 cents that you couldn't possibly need, but I'm going to buy it because it's only 99 cents. I need some of those jeans with the elastic waistline now. I don't think that's how it is. What are you weighing in these days, Poppy? Uh, Uh, 199. Mm-hmm. Just under. <laughs> just under. Just I got, a scotch I got under, under, I got under like 200. I let, I, well, I was at 204. Mm-hmm. And it was like, geez, man, I'm going to pop a button. That thing's going to fly and kill somebody. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, my shrimp and grits probably didn't help things. Uh, <laughs> that was the pie. It was like the third helping of pie that put me over the edge. Do you like boiled peanuts? Did I ask you that a couple of weeks ago? You did not, and I uh, do not care for them that much. The soft ones with the... They're gross. The, yeah, the yeah, liquid. Boiled, yeah, yeah, boiled peanuts. Yes, exactly. Wow. So no, I don't. Now, I will, and this is a little weird, I will eat regular peanuts with the shell on. You, uh, you eat the shell? Yeah. Not always, but sometimes, yeah, I'll do that. You're it's a bad like person. like a salt magnet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no good. Yeah, I've done that before. I mean, I've you know, just for kicks and giggles, you eat the whole damn thing. You chew thing. the shell, too? Yeah, it's good yeah, for you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, if I'm you're all locked up, mom. it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna be honest with you, Demo. That comes back on you. Oh, I bet it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah indeed. It's a, it's a little. It's a little more roughage than uh, your, your stomach is willing handle. to handle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The story yeah. that you write about in your column today, your column today, is uh, a story that has gone certain to a certain degree nationwide. I think the oh, Associated yeah. Press has picked it up. Now, this is a F- Republican Flo- uh, Florida Republican candidate for the state house. <laughs> And uh, so why don't you tell the audience what happened with her candidacy recently? So she is involved in a primary, which means there is another Republican in the race. But she had all the establishment backing. And and that's, by the way, that's important to overlook. I mean, not to overlook. A lot of people just go, oh, it's another kooky candidate. No, no, no. This this lady had the endorsement of the Florida Chamber of Commerce and others in the the Sarasota area. Uh, Lakewood Ranch is actually her community. And they were running a campaign. And somewhere along the lines, I'm presuming presuming some, you know, campaign operatives were involved. Somebody started saying, uh, you know, she keeps saying she went, she graduated Miami University. University in Ohio. I, I don't think that's uh, the case. And so some uh, websites uh, started asking questions over there. Did you really go there? And she gets that up in a huff and says, well, I am so sick of all these accusations. So she bolts from Sarasota and flies up to uh, Ohio where her home is, uh, supposedly, and uh, drags her mom into a picture uh, and gets, so they're sitting on a sofa and yeah. they have uh, a framed copy of her genuine diploma from Miami University, and she posted on Facebook for all of her critics, and the caption she reads, she puts out there is, the truth shall set you free. So everybody's supposed to shut up about, did you really graduate? Except some of those uh, people who are asking questions sent the picture to the Miami University, uh, the university in Ohio, and the counselor said, no, 
No. Not only did she not graduate here, she did attend some classes, but she did not graduate. But one reason we know she didn't graduate and that diploma's not real is because it cites a degree that the school doesn't a even offer. Oh which suggests she's not just lying, but she flew to another state to completely forge a fake diploma, which, once again, she dragged her poor mother into the photo. Yeah, exactly. Floor. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Did she lie to her mother, or was her mother in on the scam? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Poor mom. I kind of feel like she got to, let's get her some boiled peanuts. <laughs> yeah, she's, she, it's not nice for her. But even, here's the part that even after all that, now, the, the Miami University General Counsel has said, you did not graduate here. I don't know what more you could want, short of God coming down and chiseling an 11th commandment that said this woman lied, uh, that said she's not telling the truth. She's, her campaign still goes, now fake news. Yeah, fake didn't, news. Yeah, didn't the, and, and didn't the GOP chairman of, what is it, I guess, Sarasota <laughs> County, didn't they, well, it's a slippery, uh, what, did he say oh, it's a slippery slope? Or, slippery slope. To slippery what? Slope. So, yeah, so so he is not only the chair, GOP chairman for Sarasota, but he's also a state legislator, by the way, uh, from, from that uh, area. And they so everybody comes to him and they say, "Hey, this woman, Melissa Howard, she lied. I mean, Miami University said she lied. Not only she lied, she faked up some fraudulent document. Shouldn't she step out? Once again, this does not mean ceding the race to a Democrat." There's another Republican. The Republican's probably going to win by my everything I understand. It's a it's an, a red district. Shouldn't she step out? And he goes, eh, you know, if we start asking everybody who lies to drop out of the race, that's a slippery slope. And to the point that, that a quote that I had from a minister read is a slippery slope toward what? Uh, honesty? Integrity? What the, what the hell are you worried about sliding towards? But, yeah, they couldn't do it until finally the noise got so loud enough this story went all the way to uh, Singapore. Uh, she had to drop out last night. What is it? Is is it hubris or is it is it, you know where is it a case where people begin to believe their own lies uh, or their own fabrications? You say you know the, the, I can't remember the psychological term for it, but sometimes when people they start you know telling stories about themselves, you know in the beginning they say I know this is a fabrication, but they say it so much that they actually believe it. Yes, and, and in fact, I believe the scientific term you're talking about is the Costanza effect. Okay. <laughs> George Costanza yeah. would often say, remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think sometimes they start conning themselves into it, but the, but the other – so I think the other thing they do, and this is part of what I was writing about today, is uh, we, we, we've entered an age in politics where even if you get caught, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, there are all kinds of people, well, certainly up to the current occupant of the White House, who are telling, saying things that are not true on a regular basis, and there's no consequences for it. Uh, there's certainly no shame for it. Uh, so, so I think it's that they try to trot this stuff out, and they figure even if they could get caught, well, so the hell what? What's, what's going to happen? I might still get elected. I, and, and by the way, that was the other thing I wanted to stress, is even after this was proven to be a lie, even she lied in a front, she's still got all her supporters going, you give them hell! You give them hell, you tell them the fake news can't get you down. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know do with that. So, yeah, but that this time it didn't work. I'd really like to know whether your mother, you know, that's, you know, you know <laughs> right. maybe, you can, maybe you can try it and, you know, people give you a pass if they're big supporters of the, let's say in this case, the Republican cause. Okay, tribalism, political tribalism, I guess. But you can't do that to your mother. Yeah, that, that's, that, there's a certain ring of hell. For people who, who do that to their mom. She could have lied to her mother all along and said, Mom, I graduated, 
and gone through a whole charade for years and years, and her mother thought with this diploma right. that she graduated. Well, Not then the mother ought to say, wait a minute, you owe me $4,000 because I thought you graduated, and you still got another semester to and go. And we threw you a nice party for graduation, and they bought exactly. you, bought you, you know, a car. Right, or some lovely piece jewelry. Throw something else just to blow your mind. How do we even know that's a real old mo- her mother? That's I don't know. Maybe she dragged some other lady. <laughs> yeah, some actress. She just uh-huh. ran down to the big lots we were talking about and asked some lady in the noodle aisle <laughs> if she could compose with my fake degree. I don't know. That could be. Oh, would that so, be a uh, kick in the ass, though? Yeah, if it's somebody that, hey, wait a minute, that's not, the, that's, that's not, not I know mother. her mother, and that's not her mother. No, we don't know who that is. And, you know, I also had one little detail that not everybody caught down there when I was in the, in the column about going back to the beginning of this column when they were talking about their platforms. You know, and she and a Republican are arguing over who loves the guns most, most one got right. a rating from the NRA, one got a B. But one of the other parts of this woman's platform was she wanted to cut back on English as a second language right. in our schools. Think about that for a minute. If, in case you don't know, this is when people do not, children, children, mind you, come into schools and do not speak English. There's a program to help them learn. And she's vowing to stop doing that. She wanted to put a two-year cap on kids. And, and what, this is just nuts. And yet this woman has the Florida Chamber of Commerce endorsement. Yeah. Maybe the next member of the state legislature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's happening in the uh, in the Senate race? Is it a little bit back and forth reading today that uh, Bill Nelson uh, may be picking up more Latino votes? And is it back and f- uh, what's yeah, what's your know. observation? I don't know. I'd, I'd still probably going to bet on uh, Rick Scott. Yeah, I would too. Uh, and and oh, I, I'm going to write a column about this at some point in time. But one of the things Rick Scott does is he runs head first into every one of the biggest criticisms. I mean, this man is the most partisan governor we have ever had, uh, at least in modern times. Uh, you know, he, he has ripped apart everything that even, you know, uh, Jeb Bush looks like a moderate uh, compared to, to, to Rick Scott. And there's some people who love him for it, but he's partisan. But he runs ads that call Bill Nelson a, a, a partisan. Now, say what you want about Bill Nelson, including that some days it looks like he can't stay up past 7 p.m. But the guy is a moderate. <laughs> every uh, every sur- survey that's ever been done puts him right the middle, right in the middle of the, of the chart. So he takes these things and runs head first into him. And the reason I mention this is right now Rick Scott's got another ad that accuses, I think I'm getting the language right, of Bill Nelson of stealing from Medicare. Stealing. From me- stealing. Rick Scott, his claim to fame before government was uh, before running for governor, was being caught or being involved right. in the biggest Medicaid fraud right. in the history of the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. And he runs these ads and he does it over and over and over again, and it's worked from two cycles before. So – Okay. Yeah, I'd put. I'd still put my money on him right now, but you never know. I think so. You know, you don't. You know, you don't know. But I'd probably. I've you do have. Bet you do have money, Jim, on the fact that a Democrat will be the next Florida governor. Yes, I. I, I do believe that will happen. I still think that I, I still think that's where I am on that one too. Um, then there's maybe some movement as some of the other guys are starting to gain. Uh, I think I saw Bernie Sanders is coming yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. For Andrew Gillum, this Andrew year. Gillum is not going to be the governor of Florida. No. So what you have to be uh, concerned about, if you're Gwen Graham, yeah. is, who's the front runner, is that anybody who comes up is taking points away from someone else, unless they're taking it from an undecided faction. And so, if Gwen Graham is pretty much agreed as the governor, uh, as the front runner right now, does Andrew Gillum pull from her? Does 
Does Levine pull from her? Does Jeff Green? That's what we're walking, watching. I think Gwen Graham stands a good chance, if she was nominated, of becoming the next governor. I'm not sure about everyone else. Uh, Andrew Gillum, who uh, I've really admired for some of his stances as a mayor of Tallahassee, uh, particularly as he, uh, on some gun issues. He shared some fortitude we don't see from most other people in Tallahassee. He's just got a lot of baggage, fair or unfair. Uh, and, and maybe some of it's unfair, but his city council and his administration was under F investigation by the FBI. And this is just one example. I think Republican candidate would make all kinds of hay with that. So I like uh, Graham's chances if she gets through, but she ain't yeah. I see the Gwen Graham uh, commercial, some of them, and Bob Graham, the former uh, U.S. senator and former, former governor. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I wonder sometimes, and do you think that makes any impact? I mean, most people, I think most people in Florida, if they saw that, they wouldn't know who that was. Now, maybe it doesn't no. make any difference that he looks like a right, nice older older man, senior citizen that Gwen is talking to. We know but do you think that there, there, there's, uh, there's uh, you know, former Senator uh, Graham? Or, I don't know yeah, whether well, that I, makes I don't think any it, difference. Here's what I think. I don't think it makes a big difference, but I definitely think it doesn't hurt. We have talked before about Bob Graham had a, um, a popularity that really defies anything we've seen in the past uh, 30 years. He never went under 80%. There's, right. there's nobody who gets above 55% these days. Uh, so he, he was wildly popular. And also, you got to remember this. There are five candidates with a ton of money running on the Democratic primary. What that means is that it's possible somebody's going to get 25% and win this mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So if, if seeing Bob Graham only attracts 4%, uh, people, that's worth putting his ad up there. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's possible. So in the effect. Democratic primary, it's whoever uh, gets the most percentage, or do you have to have 50% plus no, one? No, it's just whoever gets the most. That's a, We did away with the runoff a number of years ago, and I can't remember the reason. Almost every time we make a rules change, it's to carry rig it for one person or another. Mm -hmm. and it's probably a bad idea, but we don't have this runoff. But the short answer is no. So some, the Democrats okay. are going to probably put someone to November who gets less than 30%. So it could be Gwen Graham, and I mean, so jeez, I I didn't I forgot about that or didn't even realize that I thought it was she had to 50, get more than fifty percent yeah, plus one. Otherwise, it was it nope. was a runoff. Huh, no, and, and, and that's why you have a guy like Jeff Green yeah. and uh, Levine down there who bring in just tens of millions of dollars, and they're thinking, you know what, you may not like me, but all I got to do is get tw whatever the number is, yeah. twenty three percent, and and I'm I'm going to be the next nominee. So there you go. Mm -hmm. What's coming up in the next column? Tomorrow's column is about the gambling am amendment, the anti-casinos initiative. Yeah. Uh, there are $27 million that have been sunk into this. The new reports show of those $27 million, $26 million are from Disney and the Seminole Tribe. Obviously, the Seminole Tribe, which runs the biggest casinos, is not anti-casino. This amendment is about trying those two entities trying to uh, block competition. And I think it's going to pass. I think it'll ultimately be popular, even though I think it's uh, shady financing and messing around with the Constitution. Yeah, there you go. We'll be reading it. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure as always. Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Joins us every Wednesday on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. From... I, I never want to hear this song again. Oh, boy. Thank you. Uh, I know no, I only have you. a few months remaining, but I'd rather not hear that song ever again. Thank you. <laughs> it wouldn't come up in the rotation. Our songs come up about once every six It doesn't months. matter. It seems like right. it comes up too often.
I know in rotation it wouldn't come up until maybe February 2020, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah, well, that Jason Boland song, last time we played it, it was the <laughs> Carter administration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shot Doctor is here. Shot Doctor from her sister station, FM 96.9, Orlando Sports Leader, the home of the Orlando Magic. Hello, Shot. Jim, good evening. It is good to see you again. How are you doing? I am ready for action. What was the big, excuse me, sports story Mm. today? We had a very good guest on today named Edgar Thompson. You guys probably know him very well from the Sendle. He covers the Gators. The beat writer does an outstanding job. Yeah. And uh, we talked to him about the Gator quarterback situation, and it looks like on Sunday they're having a scrimmage. At that point in time, there'll be a decision made, at least for the time being, between Kyle Trask and Felipe Franks. And this is a a fluid situation that may go into the season where, they, where, the, where the quarterback situation is just going to be up in the air. Right. I hope it's Felipe hey, Franks. Shot, you said we interviewed. Who was the we? Well, that would be Walt Bacon, our producer, and Angel Rivera. Yes, that Angel Rivera from that one, the monsters, the, monsters, the monsters in the morning. Angel's been sitting in, and I knew he would do a great job. He's done, he's done better than a great job. He's he's been fantastic. So he'll be at it again tomorrow and the next day and Monday also. Finally, put some sports knowledge on that show, huh? He <laughs> has done a fantastic job, and he loves his stuff. All right, got What's two things goes? going on here: shot doctor uh, speed round, and then we'll get into shot doctor casting call. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the speed round work? Speed round is I uh, just uh, mentioned something. Related to sports, at least in my world, related to sports. And then the shot doctor responds to it. You got to do yeah, about 10 seconds, right? You can just give me 10 seconds. It's like a free-form association yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. I think quickly, Jim. I can do this. All right. <laughs> I gotta, I, I'll just give you a, a heads up. One, two, three, four, five. I got six things. Okay. Works for All me. Right? Yeah. Here we go. Shot doctor speed round. Here we go. Tiger at the PGA. Better than I thought, and there's a major coming for Tiger by 2019. It's going to happen. D.C. United's Wayne Rooney. I didn't see the game, but I heard he made a kind of a kind of a weird play, but I did not see the game, so I'm really not sure what he did, but they're all talking about Wayne Rooney. What's the latest on Urban Meyer? Still on paid leave. Decision is nowhere, nowhere close to happening. I hope it happens. they got to do something soon, though. Update on the Little League World Series. I cannot stand watching Little, Little, Little League World Series. When it's on TV, I change the channel as fast as I can. It's worse than WNBA. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. What baseball, what baseball park has the best food? AT&T Park in San Francisco. Big burgers, big hot dogs, and garlic fries that you can smell all around the city. And mm. your opinion on Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel, retiring? First of all, the only Twiggy that I know is a model. Remember her? Mm-hmm. Twiggy oh, the model. Yeah, I had no idea that she was a squirrel, so I have no idea about that. All right, thank Who you, Shot Doctor. Twiggy the water skiing squirrel? There have been several oh my God, generations oh of this thing. It's, number one, Twiggy's from Orlando. Number two, Twiggy the, the water skiing squirrel will be retiring after two shows at the Orlando Boat Show. I believe, what, this weekend? Is this it this weekend? weekend? Yes, sir. You betcha. I never heard of this guy. No, it's, it's a, a squirrel. Girl. This girl. It's a girl squirrel. A girl squirrel. Mm-hmm. That rhymes. Never, never seen that one before. Never eaten squirrel. No, that would be a no. I'm if, nervous. If someone presented it to you, would you eat it? <laughs> no. Oh. Even with some gravy. No. Mashed potatoes and green beans. No. But if you didn't know, and then they told you after, would you I'd, ever eat anything upset. if you didn't? Know, if somebody didn't say what it was? No. You wouldn't. I have to know what it is. If they say it's just, you know, it's uh, meat, por- uh, pot roast. I get specific. What kind for, of pot? For roast? example, somebody says, "Come on over tonight for lasagna." Yeah. I say it sounds good. Mm-hmm. I say what kind of meat you can you can have in there. They say turkey burger. I say I won't be there. Ground I turkey. want red meat. <laughs> I oh. wouldn't blame you. Mm-hmm. Turkey is the worst. Ground turkey is the worst in lasagna. I want red meat. 
All right, fine. Okay. Take he it wants easy. red meat. I, I got it. Burger. Turkey burgers does buffoonery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I'm, I tend to agree. Ground with turkey. It. I'm not a big fan of ground turkey, but it really does look hot. Turkey, I like, yeah, but ground turkey, you know, say yeah, it tastes like hamburger. Hamburg. No, uh-uh. no, thank what you. What if it's mixed? You know, yeah, beef yeah, and a little turkey to lighten up the fat content. Yeah, 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 no, no. no. What do you mean, no? I want red meat. All right, there's red meat in it. He said he Only wants red, red meat. meat. Mm. So lasagna could be what a mixed uh, beef and pork. Yeah, that's fine. Some Who sausage. Puts pork and lasagna. Sausage. That's buffoonery. Oh, okay. like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Italians. that's good. Yeah. yeah that's oh, yeah. Probable. That's good stuff. Oh, that's the best lasagna around. Bad form. Can oh. you make me lasagna sometime? Gabagool. I make a pretty good lasagna. With red meat. It has red With meat. With a hamburg? How about some ground pork in there? How about some sausage? Italian sausage, sausage in there? I'll take. All right. Well, okay. That's, that's ground pork. pork. It's, ground po- it's pork. I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> Time for Shot Doctor casting call. Here's what I do. I pick a movie, then I take a scene from the movie, and then Shot Doctor and some other people on the show act it out on the air. Listen, if you can identify the movie, shouldn't be too hard. This one, just text us at realmobile77031. Are you ready, Shot Doctor? I live in a state of readiness, okay, I think. Okay. Uh, this is the Shot Doctor along with Pinkman and Jack. So you have everything set aside. You like the lighting in here? You got any shadows you're concerned about? I can overcome the shadows. They can't stop me. All right, cables are set aside. Everything is perfect. We need quiet on the set. Quiet, please. You all right? Yes. You just scratched your butt. Yeah. <laughs> Smell your finger. I dare oh, you. Come on. I dare you. No. Make Mo do it. I think I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Make Mo do No, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do it. Thank you. I no, think I... he was just straightening out his shorts, but All right, fine. whatever. <laughs> That's good. We're good with that. I was checking to make sure my phone was in my pocket. Yeah. It is, and is it's it off. Is it turned off? Yeah, yeah, I thought he might have sat on somebody's sunglasses. I'm okay. <laughs> not again. There we go. Quiet on right. the set, please. Quiet. This is very serious business. A lot of money has been invested in this production. The camera's rolling. Assistant director. Action. You're doing an amazing job, you know? What? I mean, we all think so. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can I ask you something? What? What's forget about it? What is that? Forget about it. It's like if you agree with someone like Raquel Welsh is one great piece, forget about it. But then if you disagree like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. It's also like if something is the greatest thing in the world, like Ninja, those peppers, forget about it. You know? It's also like saying, go to hell, too. Like, you know, like, Polly, you got a one inch. And Polly says, forget about it. Forget about it. Polly, forget about it. Sometimes it just means, forget about it. You sound like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> I you sound like Krusty the Clown. You know how hard I worked on that? Too hard. I worked on that and worked on that. And people oh, did you by. see the did you, did you see the scene? Yeah, I sounded just like this guy. Forget oh. about it, boy. Yeah, was but, I did. Yeah, but he didn't respond every every way. That's Ooh. the thing Ooh. about forget about Roll it. Switch. Because sometimes it hey forget about it. Sometimes hey forget about it. I mean, there's, there's a different there's different emphasis on forget about it depending on how you're. Uh, Rusty how about, the clown. How about if Pinky and Shot switch? Maybe they should do switch. a role reversal. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, boy. Can you do it? I think so. All right. Role reversal. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to retain the same role since I. Okay. these are the only lines I remember. That's brave. So you're yeah. Pinkman. All right. Hold on a minute. You're Pinkman. You're Pinkman. I, you want to write it in? I got it. Circle it. You want to <laughs> I think I got it. Okay. Forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. Forget about it. 
<laughs> it was just, you know, hey, forget about it. Forget, forget you know, about it. Yeah, well, that's the way, yeah, that's the way you do it. Forget about it. Forget about it. I got this one down. Yeah, Lincoln is better than a Cadillac. Eh, forget, forget about, about it. Yeah, right. Forget about it. I got it. Okay. Well, you don't have it now because we're switching Lincoln's it around. Lincoln's going to get it. Do I get a Jimmy for this? Not so much. We'll no. find out. Not yet. Why? Because you didn't sound like well, you know who. Who? Mm. All right, here we go. Here Ready? Quite on set. Here we go. Action. You're doing an amazing job, you know? What? I mean, we all think so. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can I ask you something? What? What's forget about it? What is that? Forget about it. It's like if you agree with someone, like Raquel Welch is one great piece. Forget about it. But then if you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. It's also like if something is the greatest thing in the world, like me and these peppers, forget about it, you know? It's also like saying go to hell, too. Like, you know, like, uh, Polly, you got a one inch, and Polly says forget about it. Forget about it. Polly, forget about it. Sometimes it just means forget about that's it. That's a Jimmy. Yeah. That's a Jimmy right there. I Thank mean, you. that's a Thank Jimmy. You. I appreciate that. Congratulations. Wow, roles. forget about See, it. See, I knew if we switched roles, I could win a Jimmy <laughs> with that one also. Oh, wait. wait You're getting the Jimmy? you. <laughs> I got, I got I two Jimmy's. for Pigment. Mm-hmm. I got two Jimmy's yeah, today, too. huh? Jim, yeah. I'm guessing, is it the Iron Lady? Nope. Yeah, nope. what else you got? Uh, uh, Psycho, Mm-mm. Vinny, Saturday Night Fever, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, no, Get Shorty, uh-uh. uh, Free Willy, uh-uh. um, let's see, Goodfellas, Casino, The College Years, and then a lot of guesses, including John from Oviedo says, uh, Donnie Brasco, forget hey, about forget it. About forget it. about it. Good job, John. Good job. Donnie Brasco. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's for dinner tonight there, Shot? My God, was I good. <laughs> a pull, pull, a, uh, let me see, a sliced pork sandwich. Yeah. Ooh. Coleslaw. Mm-hmm. And a banana. Yeah, okay. <laughs> TV. Yankees, 7 o'clock against the Rays. Yeah. 4-1 okay. to one Yankees last night behind the great Jay Happ. Yeah. How about that? Who are you picking for quarterback at Florida? Felipe Franks. Why? Better arm, better big playability. Kyle Trask is a little bit safer, but I think that Felipe Franks has more upside. I think Moen likes that. Okay. I go Felipe Franks. They'll they'll decide that after scrimmage on Sunday. Good job. Thank you, Shot. It's always good to see you. Next Wednesday, same time, same place. You I'll got be ready. It. Shot Doctor on the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. See you later. It's time to rise above the fudge jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the 5-Minute Professor. Every Wednesday at this time, the 5-Minute Professor, we get a short lecture on something, followed by a pop quiz, greetings and salutations, Professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips, and the file, a pleasure to be with you as always. Exactly. What do you got for us today? Well... I almost did a bit on exotic dancing. Uh, Really? Ooh. Well, here's why. Are you taking it up? (laughs) Uh, Yes. It's a sideline. So, very unusually, uh, I received a phone call yesterday from Mike Pinter. Yeah, I know. He used to own uh, Club One. Mm Mm-hmm. And he owns Post Time, he's, I believe. And he owns Post Time. Yeah, so technically, right? he's my boss at Post Time. But I've never spoken to him on the phone. His name's not in my phone. Oh, I didn't know he owned Post Time. Yes. Yeah. And he's owned it for years, for decades. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And uh, and he called me. And I thought, well, that's weird. And uh, so then I got to thinking about Mike and, and his history with yeah. exotic dancing. And I started researching it. And then I thought, 
my daughter's going to be in the room, so we're going to do something different. <laughs> Mike Pinter, <laughs> okay. if memory serves me correctly, Mike Pinter, yes. who owned Club One, and then mm-hmm. the, you know the MBI and others started to crack down on uh, some of these places, and you can have nudity, and the only way you can get around nudity is if it's an artistic expression oh, of right. some sort. So Mike Pinter, I believe it was Mike Pinter at the time, said, I okay, it was too. then I'll have my dancers put on Hamlet, or whatever it was. Macbeth. It was Macbeth. Macbeth. Excuse me. Macbeth on stage. It was great. So you get around any rules or regulations as it it relates to uh, nudity in public. Yeah. Yeah, So you'd show up and here be these beautiful girls, you know, with a witch's hat and nothing else, you know, stirring stirring a black kettle of, of something with dry ice in it. It was great. Double trouble toilet. You talk about, you talk about Shakespeare. That's... Shakespeare, as it was meant to be. So anyway, as it was meant to be, but it turns out I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. Later on, I may I may talk about the content of our phone conversation. Uh huh. All right. Uh, But I did have some really great Indian food this week. What? I had some really great Indian food, and as a result, I got to researching perhaps the most Indian of all foods. The mango. Do you know the National Mango Board is in Winter Park? National. We know Ooh. somebody the who National does their mango spokesperson. We know, who do, do, we know somebody who's Dr. Mango. Who does Dr. Mango. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe I know them, too. You do. But that's, that's an office in Winter Park. Now, what I had was the mango lassi. Familiar with this at all? No. The mango lassi. Is it a cocktail? Right, we'll talk... It is a drink, not a cocktail. It is yogurt. Yes, I have. Oh, I have had it, but and not mango. here. I, and I've had it a couple of times, and I found it to be much sweeter than I like. Bull. Like, super sweet. Uh, but this past week, I had really fantastic mango lassi, and it was more savory. And I was talking with the owner of the place, and I asked him about it, and he said, yeah, we make it in... It's made sweeter because Americans drink sweeter things. Yeah. But in India, it is more of a savory than a sweet beverage. Same thing with Indian food. Really Americans good. like spicy Indian food when in India it's not quite as spicy. Well, so I want to talk a little bit you. more about mangoes. Yeah. I, no, I think that's absolutely true. Uh, when mangoes was were first imported from the American colonies. Because Jim said it. That's right. That's absolutely true. That is true. Well, Bill knows that if he says that, he can get back to his lecture with less interruption from you. All right, you got five minutes on mangoes. (laughs) Okay. When mangoes were first imported to the American colonies in the 17th century, they had to be pickled because there was no refrigeration. So other fruits were also picked. I can't imagine a pickled mango, but in parts of the American South, uh, any fruit. Anything that's not a cucumber that's made into a pickle mm-hmm. is actually called a mango. Ugh. Even if it's like a pepper or a cauliflower, whatever it is, they call it a mango. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Native to Southern Asia, they are the most widely distributed fruit in the tropical regions of the world, and they are, of course, a droop. They have a fleshy body around their seed. Why are some people allergic to mangoes? I mean, what is it in mango the skin outside, yeah, I don't know. that uh, causes is, an allergic is, reaction? There is an enzyme in the skin which a lot of people, out of the world's population, uh, have a sensitivity to, to some degree or other. It can lead to something as severe as anaphylaxis. Yeah. 
Doesn't bother me, but so, I've known people who... Yeah, me too. Absolutely. You're and, allergic and to mango? And it's the sort of thing which you don't no, know until them. you're allergic to You don't it. like mango? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can what take it or leave it. If I never had another piece of mango, I'd be okay. Mm-hmm. I love peaches, and everyone says, oh, it's just like a peach. No, it's no. not. It's gross. No, it's, it's delicious, actually, it, it's delicious, but you know where it really is good? No. On a beach in Jamaica. <laughs> okay. Uh-uh. Anyway, mango. This is... When you describe mangoes and say a mango is, you're probably speaking about one variety of mango, and there are 500 oh, no cultivars mm. of mango. Mm. The fruits can be round or oval or kidney-shaped. They can range from about 5 centimeters to 25 centimeters, or 2, two inches to 10 inches in length, and can weigh anywhere between 5 ounces and 5 pounds. Mm. So to say you... You're familiar with the mango means you're probably familiar with the most common type of mango, which is actually from Florida, the Tommy Atkins. It is the world's most popular cultivar. Oh, not the Tommy first Atkins. Fruited in 1940. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Tommy Atkins. Mm-hmm. First fruited in 1940 in southern Florida. Initially, the Florida researchers didn't like it because it wasn't very much like a mango. And it is now the most popular cultivar of mango because it grows better. Was that a character's name well. in Cat Baloo? Mm. The movie? Was Isn't it? he the one that knocked out the horse? I don't know that. I do know that Chris Kattan was mango on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that I do know. <laughs> All right. Uh, where I'm going with this. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Mango is the national fruit of India, Pakistan, and the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And although India is the world's largest producer of mangoes, it produces 18 million metric tons of mangoes. Oh. More than the next 10 countries combined. But it only exports about 1% of that because so much of it is used in country cuisine, the mango. Uh, similarly, India import, uh, exports very little domestic tea. Most tea is exported from other countries like Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka exports more tea than India, almost as much as China. Mm. Just a similar thing. The uh, Canary Islands are another notable Spanish producer of the fruit. And in North America, South Florida and California's Coachella Valley are producers of the mango. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, I'll give you another minute. I'm looking up Cat Baloo. Right, I'll do it. Okay, of course you are. Looking for extra points? <laughs> I am. Nice. Uh, the football uh, player the Alex Ma- Karras oh, played the uh, character in Mongo. Cat It's Mongo, not Mango. Mongo? Mongo. Mongo. Was that from Blazing Saddles? That's in Blazing Saddles. That's right. My mistake. Well, close enough, though. Still cowboy movie. Definitely Mongo. Points. Bill, you're not allowed to raise your voice. Why? It, it, it distorts. Oh, <laughs> yes. The mango tree is the national tree of Bangladesh. The trees that mangoes grow on can grow 130 feet tall wow. and be 30 feet around. Yeah, they yeah. are gigantic trees. Bigger than a beanstalk. Uh, they can be grown from seed, and the best growth from seed is if you take a, a mature fruit, so let it get fully ripe and then take the seed and plant it. You can plant the whole fruit to grow a mango tree. But most cultivars are not grown that way. Most of them are grown through grafting so that you get the exact same type of fruit on the next tree. Hmm. Mangoes are used, of course, in uh, Indian cuisine. Sour and unripe mangoes are used in chutneys. 
and in uh, pickles and side dishes. They may also be eaten raw with salt, chili, or soy sauce. Yeah, Alex Garris uh, played the yeah, Mongo in Blazing Saddles. Oh, okay. He's 82 years old. Let me take a break. We'll come back with a five-minute professor talking about mangoes. We'll have a, another minute of a lecture, and then we'll have a pop quiz on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Bill Cosby says that being declared a sexually violent predator will damage his reputation. <laughs> I, uh, I've got some news for you, Bill. No one thinks of you as Dr. Huxtable anymore. Next, a Massachusetts mayor says he will never drink Sam Adams again after the brewery founder had dinner with President Trump. Balls it. That's like saying you'll never drink water again in the rest of the world. Sign here. Finally, $98,000 worth of ramen noodles were stolen from a truck in Georgia. Wow. That enough to feed the world three times and still have some left over. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. All right, Professor, let's wrap this up. Give me another minute on mangoes, and then we'll have a quiz, all right? Mangoes are a good source of vitamin C. Gives about 44% of your daily requirement. Uh, It is uh, also a good source of folic acid. That's B9. I don't think Mo likes them. They're too squishy. Is that it, Mo? Is they get too uh, I don't care for the the taste is yucky to me. I don't know what it is. And and even though the flesh is is pink and and sweet like um, um, peaches. What kind of? What kind of mango uh, yeah, okay. you eating? I thought they it's were orange. Like You're weird, lady. It's orangey, right? Like it's an yellow or- orange. It's yellow. Yellow orange. No, I yeah. think it's Not orange. Pink. Orange. What Your color is inside of a peach? Yellowy orange too. It's, it's peach. peach. Colored. It's <laughs> yeah. Points. Oh, very <laughs> nice. Yes. Extra right, don't points blow for the speakers. There, yeah, no yelling. All right, fine. <laughs> Sorry. All right, thirty more seconds. <laughs> All right. I did find out a little bit more about the uh, the danger of contact dermatitis. So uh, contact in the oils in mango leaves, stems, sap, and skin can cause dermatitis and uh, anaphylaxis in susceptible individuals. Those with a history of contact dermatitis uh, induced by urushiol, U-R-U-S-H-I-O-L. It's an allergen that's also found in poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac. Hmm. So if you're if you're if you have a bad reaction to poison ivy, poison oak, poison sumac, you should probably avoid mango. Mango skin. Touching it. Yeah. It's okay to eat it. These mm-hmm. people don't have the same sensitivity there. It's the the trees themselves, the leaves, and the skin. Hey, you got to wear gloves if you're peeling them. That would work. Oh, that's what you do. You have mm-hmm. to latex gloves, your you know, surgical gloves, whatever you have to keep those oils off your skin. Right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. The mango lassi that I had, yes, uh, which I really liked. It's made from yogurt, milk, and mango pulp. The one I had is not served with any added sugar. It's served in oh. a at this place. It's a small glass, but normally it's served in a tall, like a Collins yeah, glass, a narrow glass. Good, uh, and it's served with ground pistachio nuts mm-hmm. and saffron. There you go. What do you have to eat? Uh, I so it's a, a one of these bowl places. Yeah. So I had some paneer. Ooh, it's a, is that it's Indian cheese? Thing? Yeah, Indian cheese. Mm-hmm. It's it was good. I had that with some rice, and so they have some garlic naan. Yeah, good stuff. The, the way the woman was saying it, I kept thinking that she was saying that they had garlic knots, 
And I thought, why do you have garlic knots? This isn't... Is, he, is that this what you said pizzeria. to her? Did you I, actually say, why do you have garlic knots in that tone of voice? No, what I did was I waited a couple of minutes and figured out what the hell was going on. <laughs> this right. isn't an Italian That's really place. what happened. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what's it's the, not what's a the pizza garlic knots? Hey, yeah, come on, what are you... Come on. I, no, forget, about hey, forget about it. Gabagool. All right, let's I, get on with it. It was one of the... It was one of those times when I stood around and thought, clearly I'm missing something. So I read the menu another three times looking for garlic knots and finally decided I was the one that was wrong. Right, there you go. Okay. Yeah, stuffed cheese, uh, double cheese. All right, let's move on to a quiz. Question number one. Yeah. Mang- Mango, Florida mm-hmm. is an unincorporated area in Hillsborough County next to Sethner, Florida. Yeah. If you were a crow in downtown Mag- Mango... How many miles would you have to fly to get to downtown Tampa? Uh, Jim, I'd say 20. Fewer. More. Uh, 15. Fewer. Jack, 10. 10 is absolutely Mm, correct. Nicely done. Nice. Mango is wedged in between I-4 and I-75. I-75 is one of the longest north-south routes in the United States. Its southern tip is in Miami Lakes, Florida. Mm. The northern terminus is in what U.S. state? Uh, a uh, gym, Maine. Mm-mm. No, further seventy-five. West. It's what uh, Minnesota. Oh, goes that way. Okay. Further east oh, than Minnesota. Oh, all right. Okay, so in the it's middle, like Michigan or somewhere. Wow, uh, oh, something. Uh, Jack, Pennsylvania. Mm-mm. Further north. All right. Oh, oh boy, New York, New York. Uh, Fritz, Mr. Fritz, New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. New York, it's west of that. Uh, it is west of New York. West of New York. Oh boy. Yes. Illinois. West of New York, Minnesota? east of Minnesota, north of Pennsylvania. Illinois. Ohio? Uh, Pinkman. Ohio. Mr. Pinkman. Let's, uh, sure, let's go, Ohio with, South let's go with Illinois. Let's ask this question. Ms. Moira, would you like another guess? Because you've already said the right answer. Yeah. I did. It's Michigan. It is Michigan. Yeah, sure. Nicely Everybody done. Knows that. Well, why didn't you say it, so? It ends, because you already had her chance. <laughs> it ends at the International Bridge at Salt oh. St. Marie in Michigan. Mm-hmm. In what year was the Steel Trust Bridge completed that crossed Salt St. Marie, connecting Michigan and Ontario? Oh, Jim, that was, was that? Uh, that was uh, 1938. After 1938. 1960. After 1960. Oh, but not a lot after. 1970. Before 1970. There you go, Fritz. Fritz. Come on, baby. Mr. Fritz. 65. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before 1965. Oh, oh, pig, oh The way man. he said after 60, it sounds like it's very close. Yeah. 1962. 1962 is absolutely correct. Yeah. Nicely done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> This week in 1962, the number one hit in all the land was Breaking Up is Hard to Do by what artist? Jim. Frankie Avalon. Phillips. Not Frankie Avalon. Oh, Frankie Avalon. Oh, Moira. Neil Sedaka. There you go. Neil Sedaka is absolutely job, correct. Uh, Neil Sedaka re-released the song in 1975, and it went to number one again. Mm-hmm. Now, Neil may be right. Breaking Up may be hard to do. Not actually for a wide variety of women that I have known, but still. <laughs> How long has Neil Sadaka been married? How long has Neil Sadaka been married? Jim. Mr. Phillips. Believe it or not, he's been married 52 years. More. Jack, 60. What? Less than 60 years. Moira, 56. Less. Fritz. Mr. Uh, Mr. Fritz. 54, yeah, 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 yeah. 
more than 54 years. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend. Double nickel 55. That is absolutely correct. He's been yes. married since 1962. He will have his 56th anniversary wow. this year. Nice. Uh-huh. Uh, Sammy Hagar's hit song, I Can't Drive 55, was released in what year? Jim. Jack. Okay, Jim. Yeah, do you know Jack? Work off me. Okay. I have an idea. Oh, somebody has start. to jump in. Okay, yeah. I'll, you, you start. 75. Oh, later than that. After 1975. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jack... 81. After 1981. Oh, Moira, 85. Before. There you go, Fritz. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After 1983. Uh, yes. I think you can get it. Just like the Van Halen album, 1984, sir. 1984 is absolutely correct. Nicely done. And the last album was David Lee Roth. R.I.P. You, you guys know the story of the song, right? He got pulled over by the cops for speeding. And he actually told him, this car can't even drive 55, yeah. let alone 62. Yeah, That's weird. actually what he was saying. <laughs> uh, the George Orwell novel, 1984, mm. was published in what year? Jack. Mr. Bradshaw. Now, I thought it was 1948, but it's actually 1949. It is 1949. Nicely done. Yeah. Since Eric Arthur, uh, Eric Arthur Blair also known as George Orwell, died in just over a year after 1984 was published, it is already considered unprotected by copyright in five countries on five continents. What continent is it still protected by copyright? Hmm. What continent is 1984 still protected well, by copyright? Jim, believe it or not, that's the continent of Australia. That is not true. It is in the public domain in Australia. Oh, that is easy. That is Africa. It is in the public domain in the country of South Africa on the continent of Africa. Moira, South America. It is in the public domain uh, in Argentina on the continent Fritz. of South Fritz. America. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. North America. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is in the public domain oh, in stupid. Canada uh, in North America. Canada. Canada. Come on, you're a booty. Come on, Antarctica. Hold on, is is Antarctica available as an answer? Antarctica is going to be incorrect because there is no copyright law which applies to Antarctica. Europe or Asia? I'm gonna go Eurasia. Go Eurasia. Oh man, Russia. Uh, Europe, please. It's Asia. You suck. It's Europe. Nicely done. All right. Good job. Wow. Rude. Uh, It will go into the public domain in uh, the United Kingdom and the EU later next. uh, No, excuse me. By 2021. By 2021. The United Kingdom, the EU in general, and Brazil in 2021. Brazil operates a satellite launch facility that is the closest to the equator. How many degrees south of the equator is the... Alcantara Launch Center. Oh, How many easy. degrees south of the equator? Uh, it's twenty-two. De- Alcantara. Yeah, it's twenty-two degrees. Less. Moira, eight. Less. Ooh. Ooh. How many degrees south of the equator? Jack four. Fewer. Fritz. <laughs> Mr. Fritz. Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely correct. Nicely yeah, done, yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah, Fritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just two degrees <laughs> south of the equator. In the northern part of Brazil, not the northernmost, because Brazil straddles the equator. Mm. Brazil mm-hmm. is not the world's largest producer of which of these foods? Jim. Brazil is... 
Mr. <laughs> you don't know what the choices are yet. Oh, wait. It's not yet the last question, is it? No. It is not yet the last question. Oh, okay. Okay, Sorry. so hold on. Brazil is, Brazil is not the largest producer of which of these foods? Beans, cattle, coffee, orange juice, or tobacco? Brazil is not the world's largest producer of which of these foods? Beans, cattle, coffee, orange juice, tobacco. I don't know tobacco was a food, but I'll go tobacco. It is tobacco. Mm. And really, I should have rewritten that question to take to make take the word food out of there. Yeah. Nicely done. Oh, yeah. It is the second largest producer of tobacco to the United States, however. Mm-hmm. It is number one in beans, past Australia, in cattle in 2005. It produces 35% of the world's coffee supply and 80% of the world's orange juice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good old Brazilian orange juice. Brazil is not the world's largest producer, however, of mangoes. How many countries produce more than the 1.4 million metric tons produced by Brazil? Oh, well, uh, Jim, that would be, uh, believe it or not, that's uh, eight. Fewer. Jack, four. More. Moira, six. Six is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are six, including, of course... Uh, China, uh, excuse me, India, which creates 19 million metric tons. Wow, that's uh, a lot. There we go. That's, this is a good score. 48. 92. Oh, nice job. A minus is good And it's a 92 because of those bonus points that I gave to Mr. Pinkman. Right. Oh, thank you. Uh, nice work. All right. Where are you, nice what, job there. What are you up to? Where are you going to be? Uh, lots of things here. Make sure you check out my Facebook page, The 5-Minute Professor, on Facebook. If you're interested in the Indian restaurant that I went to that I had that really great mango lassi, ask me there. I'll tell you there. They're not paying me any money, so I'm not going to say it on the radio. Uh, or you can come out and see me at any of my events. Tomorrow night, I will be at the Silly Grape. Uh, that's right there in Maitland. We do live trivia both inside and outside at the Silly Grape when that's possible. Uh, we also are going to be on Saturday at Waco Taco. Uh, Waco Taco is attached to the Hourglass Brewery in Longwood. And on Tuesday night, each and every Tuesday night, we have live trivia. And I spoke to Mike Pinter on my way. Yeah. And we are going to dramatically increase the prizes so that winners may win as much as a hundred dollars holy smokes man alive uh more details to follow check out the five minute professor facebook page once i have some confirmation on exactly what that prize will be we do that every tuesday night we start at 6 30 we play through until 8 30 and on tuesday night pizza is half price at post time lounge and cafe and it is really great that's pizza. a deal mm-hmm. all right professor we'll leave it up to you you pick the lecture for next week okay it's a five minute I professor every wednesday on real radio 104.1 there's the music time for ppt person place or thing and what's the prize mr pinkman that would be a pair of tickets to star wars return of the jedi in concert with orlando philharmonic orchestra august 25th at dr phillips center go to drphilipcenter.org for more info. There we go. Let's get it underway. Mark your first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Let's try a person. Let's try a person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Who is this person? Yo, Jack, did you know this funny wise guy was born in New Jersey? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. All right. That's your final answer? Right. Uh Uh-uh. Not Bill Murray. Well, I don't... Yeah, let me check the answer. No, it's not Bill Murray. Pat. (laughs) Here we go. Pat, clue number two. While attending acting school, he worked as a bar mitzvah disc jockey and glazed hams. So he... 
was a ham glazier and also a disc jockey for Bob Mitzvahs. Odd resume. Mm-hmm. Pat uh, hung up. He did? He got scared. Oh. oh. So, Randy, I'll give you that clue and clue three. So, uh, this guy, a funny, wise guy born in New Jersey uh, while attending acting school. So, I guess he's an actor. He yeah. worked at, as a bar mitzvah, disc jockey, and also glazed hams. Here's clue number three. He made his acting debut in 1992 with the television drama Sisters, but also did Friends and Parks and Recreation. Uh. Yeah. I don't watch either of those shows, so... Oh, God, I have no idea. Let's, uh, God, you let's do. say Adam Sandler. Yeah, Adam Sandler. That's okay. your final answer. Uh, no, I thought I, yeah, try. The, you know, that's important. Very right, important. That's all you can ask. Okay. All right, Very Cliff, here you go. Clue number four. This actor, comedian, writer, and producer often collaborates with Judd Apatow. Uh, Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle. That's your final answer? No, it's not Dave Chappelle. One more to go. Here we go, Cody. Clue number five. It's not appeal. It's not appalling that he continues to make a ruddy impression mm. as the smallest member in the Marvel universe. Uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, you say? That's your final answer. That's it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that was a good clue. Yeah, that was good. Well, Brad. A good one. Did you yeah, say good? That's a good one. Yeah. Good'un. yeah. Mm-hmm. A good'un. Where are you from? Well, we're up from up in Appalachia, and most folks that are Yankees wouldn't understand that now, Got would that they? Right. Mm-hmm. Got a blood tie there, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Mm-hmm. Run well, and shine you, through the hollers. Well, do you well take a tug on the jug, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you what, mm-hmm. didn't get where I am today by drinking when I was eight. Got down, <laughs> went to Ohio, worked a car, ca- you know, car factories, putting tires on the new cars, and retired down here in Florida. Got my arm away. Mm-hmm. Amen. Best decision I ever made. Mm-hmm. Used to live in Mango. <laughs> they? Yeah, beautiful summers there. Yeah, hot though. Still renting out a condo down there. Anyway, well, what else? Anything? Is that it? That's, 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 that's all we got. Take it anymore. Tomorrow, another busy day on the file. Eddie the Shaman's coming by. I think Pat Clark is back with us tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah. Sure. He'll be back from the uh, from the uh, Iowa Bubble State Fair. He's yeah. not. No, He's I not think tomorrow. One more week. No, one still more week. on vacation. Uh-huh. Okay, well, we'll work it out somehow. But anyway, that's tomorrow <laughs> starting at 3. Right after uh, Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and C Lane, they follow the monsters in uh, the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye bye and take care. what real radio 104.1 is presenting the 33rd annual national kidney foundation rich salic pro am surf festival happening august 31st through the 3rd at coco beach pier that's always a good time you can go to realradio.fm slash surf right now